Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly A. Louise sports podcast and other things, too, because, God damn it, we have a lot of stuff to talk about this week. Holy, well, that the coasters will. I have a new toy in front of me, and I need to make the right space for it. You do. You do have a brand new toy. My, uh, this episode 138 for the week of August 2nd, 2020. My name is Josh, a.k.a. J.K. Fire. This week, I'm joined by the man in the brand new Halo, one of the brand new Halo Infinite t-shirts that you can also get at, uh, I think it's gear.xbox.com. Yeah. They're there. Will, a.k.a. I, Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you on the Sunday afternoon? I'm doing fine, man. Doing fine. That's good. Been a busy morning, but we're here, ready it, to go. It has been, and I see you got your your uh, Mountain Dew Amp Game Fuel Zero Sugar and Calories. What flavor is that? Watermelon. Watermelon something. drink. Is it watermelon? Char- charged watermelon shock. Hashtag not sponsored. No. Hey, Mountain Dew, get at us. And what is up, everybody in the chat? How's it going, Voodoo? How's it going, Lunchy? You did not miss the intro music. Do, 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 do. You did not. And I don't want to mispronounce it. Ibrahim? Abraham. Abraham? Abraham? There you go. Abraham. I think that's it. He told us what it is last week. And I really feel like an asshole for forgetting. But welcome, everybody, to the live show. Hope everyone's having a great day. Like I said, we have a lot to talk about. So much stuff happened over the past, like, 48 hours. It's insane, the amount of things that were announced. Will, do you want to know what's coming up on this week's episode? What do you got? On this week's episode, we have huge announcement in the land space we got to talk about. We have MCC Pro Series continuation announcement that took place as well. Roster Mania is going to shock the fucking world. The next season of MCC is teased along with upcoming features. Siri, I didn't ask for your input, motherfucker. I'm reading. Thank you. Apparently, MCC equals, hey, Siri. Hey, MCC. Okay, clearly didn't work. Uh, The next season of MCC is teased along with upcoming features. Halo Infinite News makes waves. The Minnesota Rocker, not that great. Video games. Video games. And some awesome community creations to round out the rest of the show. Uh, Jordan, thank you for the host. Greatly appreciated, my dude. And then also, I want to give a special shout out to our biggest fan um, for purchasing <laughs> one of our t-shirts. Uh, you guys can't see the message, but it says, and I quote, fuck you, bitch. I bought a shirt and support you and I love you. That is from Brian Makes Games. Is it? It uh- is. We played, awesome. M- we played MCC last night, and we were giving him shit because uh, he made a joke that he doesn't listen to the show. Yeah. And I'm, and so we just we rolled with it, and then we made the joke that he never visits noobcombo.com. And so we were like, you don't support us. Like, fuck you. <laughs> and I was talking about Maddie's. So Maddie, I didn't even put this in the show, so I feel like an asshole. Uh, before we get started, I'll just say this. So Noob Combo, Maddie, put out a tease of what the merch is going to be yeah right i saw that yes and uh and so we're joking about stuff about i still can't fucking buy the merch and all that and then it came into the fact that brian has never bought merch like our merch before oh and he didn't realize that we had a merch store it's also giving him shit sure he never bought merch from us (laughs) and so he he bought he bought merch nice yeah it looks so good too fuck yeah dave our merch does look good i'm just kidding maddie's looks great too 
The new I can't wait. Did you I see can't the wait. new stuff? You just saw the tease. Yes, but we've seen the logo too. Like the full one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember it. I'm not gonna lie. I'll show you after. I, I kind of faintly remember you. See, we're cool because we get insider information. I'm just kidding. We're not that cool. Nah, um, nah. I like to toot our own horn. I almost touched your foot. I was close. Almost. I'm trying to like my foot kind of itches, so I'm like itching it on the carpet right now. Let me scratch almost, it for you. Yeah, just reach on over <laughs> here, guys. <laughs> for those who don't know, um, uh, this is a again. It's, we're going all over the place just to start this off. I want to say this. Uh, for those who don't know. When we were at the old recording location, right? Yep. We, we would we would like touch feet at basically once an episode. Yep. When we were there, and it would just happen at the most random fucking time. And when it happened, we both look at each other and be like, "Shit, it's." <laughs> yep. It happened again. Um. Yeah. Not not, not this episode. Not, not this. Not, not yet. yet. <laughs> we'll have to wait and see. So, that's what we got on this week's episode. Hey, Will, let's jump into some competitive news. Tournament announcements, we got a few for you. So, Penn Halo, they're announcing their Penn Halo Halo 3 Hardcore Draft Tournament. $15 a player. It, the draft takes place on August 23rd at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard. It's a double elimination tournament on August 30th at 1 p.m. Eastern. Blue Team Tournaments. It's Saturday, and we wanted to make it just a little bit better. Well, it's Sunday today, but this was yesterday. We'll be hosting one of the console gaming league's Halo 5 2v2 Invitational Qualifiers. Registration opens on August 7th. More info in our Battlefly, or Battlefy. The link's also included in the tweet, which is also in the Google Doc of the show. The show notes, the Google Doc show notes of the show, of the show. Google Doc. Show notes in the show. Exclamation point show notes in the chat. And finally, Hydra Gaming. Only one more. Let me restart. Hydra Gaming. One more Halo 5 tournament. August 29th at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are hosting an HCS 2v2 ladies only tournament. We'll be posting signups here very shortly. Message Cutie for more info. Hashtag Hail Hydra. I mean, no. <laughs> Go G.I. Joe. And uh, the prize pool, right? Isn't Hydra like the enemy in from GI Joe? It's also MC or um, say MCC Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? Hydra is in there. Shit, yep. I think it is. I think you're right. Oh, Cobra, Cobra's GI Joe. I'm an idiot. See, Jordan, thanks for correcting me. I appreciate that. That's what I meant then. The Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's got Thor and shit. So. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, it does. Uh, first Not place. Wrong. The first place will take home two hundred dollars. Second place will take home one hundred dollars in that prize pool. Halo Data Hive, a name we have not mentioned in a little while, has added to the website. This is by Halo Data Hive. It's a tweet, and I quote: "Added a whole new area to the site. Will be on the main Halo Draft Leaks. I mean, Halo. Jesus Christ, Halo Data Hive site soon. The areas for tournaments that aren't league or LAN." Attract all of the group and winner's bracket games for Europa Halo's latest tournament. What's everyone's thoughts on the side updates so far? They're fucking great. And I'm happy to see you back. And I can't wait to see what you do in Infinite. And I hope they give you an open AI, AI, open API, so you can he, get the stats. He was talking about adding, like, when flagpoles happen, yep. how long the run was, like, what times, you know, it just, that love would be him. insane. Love him. I would love that data. He does some great work. Halo Clip Trocity winners have been announced. This is by HCS. The grand prize overall best clip went to Eli X. 
with a blackout killionaire. Tier 2 prize was the highest multi-kill. Again, went to Eli X. And third prize, most unique clip, went to Darren for a blackout Kilimanjaro. Fuck blackout. Moving on. Esports Engine Studio Tease. For those who don't know what Blackout is, it's a lockout remake in Halo 3. The map's not good, but that's besides the point. We're moving on. Apparently they're good at getting multi-kills on it. Because the map fucking sucks. <laughs> um, Esports Engine Studio Tease is by Adam Apicella. Apicella. Right? Sure. We knew that. I This was said to us. And it was in the eavesdrop podcast from Hex. He was on it. His last name was stated. And I forgot how to fucking pronounce it. But either way, it's a tweet. In the thread, it includes like the different layouts for that studio and what it could be. One of them's HCS themed. And it looks really good. I'm excited. Vindex acquires Belong Gaming Arena's brand and partners with Game Digital to establish global esports gaming center chain. This is by Vindex. The bullet points from this article include Vindex acquiring Belong Gaming Arena's brand and all associated IP. Game will continue to own and operate all gaming arenas in the UK and Spain with an exclusive license agreement of the Belong brand with Vindex in those territories. Vindex plan to invest $300 million over the next five years to expand in the US and globally. And Martin Gibbs, CEO of Game Digital, has joined Vindex management team as CEO of Belong Gaming, leading the strategic global rollout of Belong. Sundance D. Giovanni, the, like the CEO of Vindex, put out some statements. Dave says, pretty sure you said it right. See, I'm amazing. I just said I'm fucking stupid. I'm fucking, I'm a genius. Moving on. Sundance D. Giovanni, this is what he stated. From today's release... Vindex has also established long-term exclusive partnerships with industry-leading esports organizations, Envy Gaming, um, Envy Gaming Inc. of Dallas, the largest esports company in Texas, and Anbox, New York's finest, New York's first and leading esports organization. Vindex will open multiple locations throughout each organization's home market areas, including co-branded flagship locations in New York City and North Texas that will provide both organizations and their fans with a best-in-class local esports ecosystem. These locations will feature exclusive tournaments, leagues, team appearances, and robust market-exclusive consumer product retail programs. Merch, baby. And here's Sundance again. So we put out this thread. This is really important. A quick thread regarding our recent Belong Arena's announcement. MLG started as a crazy idea to provide competitive gamers an avenue to follow their passion for esports while experiencing a community of like-minded people from all over the country and eventually the world. One of the major challenges back then was for players to find people to team with and ways to work on and improve their gameplay. If you weren't known, it was hard to get noticed. Online warriors were often looked down upon, and lots of talented players struggled to find established teams that would give them a chance. My personal mission for Belong is to take all of our learnings from the MLG days and create a more accessible version of what MLG was back then for all the aspirational players out there now. Belong won't run the professional leagues, but it will become one of our primary destinations for players to hone their skills. Not just future pros, but also people who just love to compete and want to improve their game and find fresh experiences. Education, skills training, creator support, game design and development, coaching, local and regional national tournaments, so much room for activities. 
I can't share too much about our plans just yet, but this is the most excited I have been about work in quite a while. We have a fantastic team. We have tons of hands-on experience. We have the resources. I can't wait to see you on the other side. Stay safe. Sundance, previous owner of MLG, or co-owner, I guess you could say. This is big. This is really, really, really big. Uh, we knew that Esports Engine, so Vindex owns Esports Engine. We knew that Esports Engine was was ha, was going to have a heavy hand in Halo Infinite Esports and what that future was going to be. The fact that Vindex made this acquisition and made this announcement, this is going to be when we eventually get on the other side of COVID, right? And everything gets back to not necessarily the old normal, but it'll be a new normal. This is going to be absolutely insane. This is going to be incredible for the space. The fact that he said that we want this to be a focus on the people who want to get better and not necessarily just the pros themselves, that that if there was anybody, and we've said this so many times for Halo es- for uh, Halo Infinite Esports and Adam with Esports Engine, the same can be said with Sundance and Vindex, is that if there's anybody that we would want to have at the helm of this, it'd be them. So this, ju- I just want to hit the point home that this is a very, very big deal. You don't see these things happen very often. We see like mom and pop land centers close down all the time, right? This just seems like something that could be, they have a plan. They know how to follow it. They know what to do already from MLG. This is fantastic. And then the final piece of competitive news that we have this week, the MCC Pro Series announcement and more. This is by Tashi. MCC Pro Series is returning with Halo 3 on PC. Dates announced real soon. And Halo 5 players. Tournaments coming for you too from a partner. Won't be as big as MCC Pro Series of prizing, but will be 4v4 and won't conflict with MCC tournaments so you can play in both. Likely will be on console though. PC version is not stable enough for open tournaments. So, as we talked about last week, there was a big push as of recent to have Halo 5 tournaments make a resurgence and for them to be played on PC via the Halo 5 PC Forge application on Windows 10. Because you, you for those who don't know, they are able to run, you're able to run custom games within this Windows 10 application of Halo 5 Forge. So Halo 5 Forge on PC is not the full Halo 5 experience. It does not include campaign and other things um, and matchmaking or anything like that. It doesn't include those, but it has the full Forge suite and you're able to run custom games. And that's where these pro players have been playing recently. So there's a big resurgence to try to get Halo 5 tournaments on PC because people, a lot of people aren't really looking forward to having to play Halo 3 again in a professional setting. So there's that. And we just got confirmation just as as of last week that it'll likely be on console for these Halo 5 tournament tournaments that are coming. Um, it looks like it's going to be a grassroots partner running it. Yes. And then Voodoo Man says, try and have your best guess on who that is. Sounds like it might be GT Halo at that point if Voodoo Man's saying that. Are you fucking hinting at something right now? Swear to God. Oh, nope. Fuck. Well, don't <laughs> fucking tease me, bro. I mean, 
who have we seen hold the big ones? UGC and um, face it, face it, and then the one other one um, had a lot of tournaments too, but they were they were like oh, the dream hack, dream hack, but yeah. they're not putting on exactly. It'd be it'd have to be fully online, and I don't know, I don't know how that would happen. Um, Voodoo Man says, yes, I'm saying look at who is doing events on Sundays. I didn't say anything else. What's up, Maddie? Look at who is doing events on Sundays. Oh, eSports Arena. Hashtag Intel. Mm. See, I thought Maddie was just being funny. It could be their first uh, trial run before Infinite here. That could be fucking huge. You heard it here first, folks. No. Well, uh, we'll Maddie says, you doubt my credibility, Josh? Look, motherfucker, I said that you had the inside scoop on where these pro players are going to end up after they've been dropped from their teams, and guess what you didn't give me? That fucking intel. So don't come at me asking me if I questioned your credibility, motherfucker, because you didn't provide me the information I was looking for. Sometimes you just can't. He just said you should, Kappa. I know. What's up, Rage? This man on my Rage! <laughs> uh, Voodoo says, can't confirm or deny what Maddie says. Take that, LOL. Fair enough. Shit. Fuck. Man, there's, there's so much shit, Will. There's a lot. There's so much shit. We're not even like, we're about to hit milestone number two in the show. Will, that's it for the, wait, that's it for the competitive news. Upcoming terms of the week. Presented by NoobCombo.com. Check out NoobCombo.com for all their Halo esports needs. Except merch, because he ain't got that shit yet. Moving on. Oh, my God. NHL season one matches. Division one, week seven. Charlie Foxtrot goes up against Hang'em High. The Banished go up against The Flood. Fohammer goes up against Flawless Cowboy. And in Amber Clad, it goes up against The Maw. Division two, week seven. Fohammer against Flawless Cowboy. In Amber Clad against The Maw. Charlie Foxtrot against Hang'em High. And The Banished against The Flood. On Friday, August 7th, the LFTG... Uh, Cross CGL Halo 5 2v2 qualifiers taking place. Saturday, August 8th, Divine Mind Halo 5 FFA for Australia and New Zealand. And on Sunday, August 9th, the Halo Draft League Random Duos Cup qualifier number two. What the fuck was that? I dropped my pen. Okay. I was really <laughs> confused there. I was like, I saw a jolt from you. Um, good, we're good, we're good. And then Voodoo Man says, FYI, at Maddie Rums. And yes, I'm calling your ass out on the show right now, too, motherfucker. The HCS Grassroots Cup is missing on the calendar on Noob Combo. Wow, what a fucking loss there. So Take mean. the L, Maddie. So mean. I am mean. So I mean. love Maddie, though. People, I, ho I really hope people realize that, like, Maddie is uh, an amazing person. He really is. The fact that, yeah, Voodoo says we love him. Me absolutely. Too. Um. But then also, I'll, I'll just say this, because we're being represented in it too. The uh, the HCS Grassroots Cup draft takes place next week as well. And did we determine when we're recording next week's show? Oh. Is that going to be Monday? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Okay. I'll just say this. Our show will not be at the normal time next week. 
because of the HCS Grassroots Cup. Stay tuned for more information. That's it for the upcoming Halo Tournaments of the Week presented by NoobCabo.com. Check out NoobCabo.com for all your Halo esports needs and eventually merch, which I am very much looking forward to. Maddie says, I usually don't add non-open events to the calendar, but I'll put it up there. Winky face. Wow, I didn't know that Maddie had standards for what he puts on his website. Fuck me. Oops. <laughs> Will, what do we got next? Roster Mania! Yes, it's time for Roster Mania. <laughs> Now that Josh is done shitting on everyone, um, let's start off with Tark's 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 parts ways with APG. I read that all as one word. But you're about to say it like Tarkskov, like or Tarkov. I was like, what the nope. fuck? All right, Tox parts ways with APG, but it's not Tox. It's Sentinels, isn't it? Yeah, but it's it's but also it's, but it's also it's the weird yeah the weird it's Sentinels. It's it's Tox it, like it's, represented it's by Tox. Sure. All right. Tweet from APG says, Massive thank you to both Tox and Sentinels for allowing me to play on arguably the best Halo team of all time and giving me a home where I was comfortable. Unfortunate how things worked out, but I will be forever grateful for the opportunity and memories. Thanks for the memories! Straight Six team. Here we go. This was a tweet from Straight Six. He says, Excited to announce our roster will be sticking together for Infinite. We are committed to build off the success we've had as a team over the years, our DMs are open as we will be looking for an organization we can grow with and represent for future seasons. So Spectre, Lifestyle, Kratos, and Straight Sick. And that's, that's all there really is for Rostermania. But crazy to see APG leave the team. That's fucking huge! So they must have someone in mind they're going to be picking up. Also, something else I didn't put in here is that I think Penguin got let go from the team he was on as well. Yes, that sounds right. So what? We have Ace got dropped from, inc- from Inconceivable. Penguin got dropped from the team he was on. And APG was let go from Centox. <laughs> you know, I'm surprised all these changes are coming and rosters being locked for infinite before we've even seen multiplayer. Because what if someone's strengths just don't play to this game and you have this roster locked together? Right. And the fact that, because what we had Spartans say about Ace, that it's not about, uh, it's about infinite. And I'm like, you, it, that's the point, right? If it's about infinite, you haven't seen the fucking game, you don't know. How do you know it's about infinite? The only thing I can tinfoil hat here is that all of these pro players are, I mean, most of them are pretty good friends. So they are pro- they might be communicating with, sure. with the pro team. NDA's sure. broken, getting information on what they're going to be playing coming up next year. I was going to say, we already know Maddie has all the info on where these players are going, oh. so he's just <laughs> too chicken shit to give us the info. Um, I'm just kidding. He, he legitimately said no. Uh, so Maddie says, I can't wait for the first infinite tournament to end and all these rosters get shaken up. Yep. Talk about... It's funny because that that would happen back back when we had real like full blown 
you know, LAN events, we'd have roster mania every week on things getting shaken up and whatnot. And you're right, Maddie. This is after that first event. Oh man. Oh man. I, I, I'm going to go on record and say, I'd say half of the rosters make changes. Half the major rosters make changes after the first event. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, and the Maddie in terms of the website, it's only because there's not enough category filters available to add open and invitational, nothing personal. Understandable. It's, I just, I didn't even think about that because you, uh, and this isn't a shot at you, Maddie. You also did not have the MCC Pro Series Pro tournaments on that calendar either, if I'm not mistaken. And I know, I, th- I think you didn't. And when I noticed that, I'm like, oh, that's kind of odd. I just never brought it up. But that makes a lot more sense that there's not um, the filters. So completely makes sense. APG Alpha Talks, though. Okay. Where do we, I don't have the rosters in front of me. So this could be a really hard, this could be a hard question on the spot, but any idea on where these players end up? Ace off of inconceivable penguin off the team. He was on APG off of talks. Do we, do we think they just swap positions? Like they just go from one team to the other or do, do some, hmm. does somebody make a new team? Like what, what the fuck is going on? I just, there's so many things that happened over the past week. I'm, my brain, I was doing the show notes this morning and my brain was like, what? When did the announcement stop? That's the real question. And it I'm, feels like they didn't. Are you looking them up right now? I was going to try to look them up. I'm genuinely curious. Honestly, at this point, I'm just going to wait. I'm not going to read too much into it until we get infinite multiplayer, whatever, until people start playing. Because like you said, shakeups are going to happen throughout. Yeah. I don't really, like, everyone's like, this is our roster going into infinite, but easily right, that could be flipped on its head. Absolutely. All right. And then, yeah, Street Six Team's looking for an org. Uh, looks like they're happy with the roster that they got. They were under Lux for the MCC Pro Series. Um, so who, who knows if Lux might pick them up again, uh, if they have a different org. Whatever it may be, they like they like the roster that they got. So good luck to them in future tournaments. Will, yes, you have some tournaments to run through, my man. Yes, sir. Would you mind telling the folks at home what we got for the tournament and league recaps of the week? All right, let's start with the NAHL season one matches, Division one, week six. Here we go. The Ma went up against Charlie Foxtrot. The Ma won three zero. Dominant fashion. Hang them high versus Faux Hammer. Faux Hammer win 3-0. Again, back to our normal 3-0s in Division 1. Well, it looks like that, that trend continues. Yes. Division 2, Flawless Cowboy went up against the Banished, but the Banished won because Cowboy forfeited. So, sucks. It is what it is. In the, in the words of Big and Rich, save a horse, ride a cowboy. Okay. <laughs> The Flood versus In Amber Clad. In Amber Clad won 3-0, so the 3-0s continue. Um, moving on to Console Gaming League, Halo 5 2v2. Here are the results. Fifth through eighth, we had Pull the Plug, which was Raptin and Critty. Uh, Renacity Gaming, Suzuki and I'm a Sika. Golden Dawn, NSG Serial, and Smoke You Dig. And GFC was, or GFG, sorry, Dusty and Squall. In fourth place, we had GBX, Septify, and Renegade. Third was 
Kimjind, which was Kimbo and Legend. Second was Pirates Infest and Shady, winning fifty dollars. And then first place went to Hashtag Duo Bound and Neptune, taking home hundred bucks. Moving on to Super CC Halo Five Money Eights Tournament. Here are the results: seventh through eighth. Team one, I guess, would be Appear Whiskers, King Slabeth, Feared Convict, and Warrior Incoming. And then second team here is Anferny, No Pro Angel, Fear the Beard, and Generic. In fifth through sixth, we had Bards, Nikolai, The Drugger Knot, and Butter Sauce. And then the other team was Shabby Dagger, Pro Shot, Fireboy, and Coco Matthias. Matthias. In fourth, we had In, uh, in Reality, Scholastica, Nightmare, and It's uh, Rippy or Ripey? Ripey? However you want to say it. Third was Divine Damsel, Energy Serial, Depths, and Fiery. Second was Apollo 9, Strawley EU, Tremor, and Brooks. And in first place, we had Swish, Sulphur, Psychedelic, and LT. Moving on, Blue Team Tournaments, Halo 2 Anniversary, 4v4 results. Fourth place was DXR, Born, Hustle and Flow, Sprawl, and Adamant. Third was Hype and Positivity. This is Dead Lie, Barricade, Sama, Too Vicious, and Bunnies, Waddles. Taking home $20. Second was Muchas Gracias, MC versus Arbiter, Prophet, Furish, and Blizz. 80 bucks to them. First place went to Beyond Primal, Titan, Wily Coyote, Smoke You Dig, and Scumbag Razors. Taking home 200 bucks. Next up, the Euro- Europa Halo 5 Nations Cup. Fifth through eighth was Finland, which was Tommy the Krogan, Crossman, Digidy, and Immersu. Scotland, Batchford, ADZ, uh, Diminish, and the oh god these names the blight i don't know works uh, for me england to pummel scarcity a dead eye and icon france to chronoser uh Sirthos, lamada and kamza because anyway third through fourth sweden was blanche lundy beatley and hercules uh central europe alien ag spa got schlet and through second place went to Germany, which was fave speed Arby Kimbo and Invasio and first place went to England one Jimbo precisionite Marine and haulers. That was crazy. Um, everyone thought Germany was the favorite going into the tournament. They said, but England one should really show dominance through the whole thing. They really did show dominance throughout that whole thing. Yeah, it was that grand final was, it was hot. It's oh, fast. Holy moly. Oh, man. All right. Uh, next up, Divine Mind Charity Cup results. Fourth place was Royal 2, Stellar, Spartan, and Mr. Soul Snipe. Third was Lethal, Renegade, Sane, and Ronda. Second, Snakebite, Bound, Trippy, Falcated. And first place went to Neptune, Eco, Boo, Dubu, and Ruck. There's a lot of tournaments. Oh, yeah. There are. Midnight Halo 5, 1v1 before sunrise. Fourth place, Super CC Evades. Third, Scariotic. Second, Bound. And first, Legend. Bound did not win. Crazy. Absolute bonkers. Hydra GG, Halo 5, 4v4 Ladies Tournament. Seventh through eighth, Team Nades. Foxy Lady, It's Baby Doll. Joy and Joyness. And Aileen OP. And then Rack Pack. Sundays, Just a Savage. Gidea's Trip and Watermelon Woman. Fifth through sixth, Team Seduction. Valeri, Airborne Vanessa, 
Saihi and Freya. And then Halo Slackers, Evelise Kitchenbound, Revendos, and Miss Smiles. Fourth place went to Straight Diamonds, Purely Christina, Melissa, Melbisu, Divinity, and Ramp. Rampkipiz? Rampkip? Uh, anyway. Uh, third place. Rather be playing H3. Not me. Uh, it's Oh Acutie, I Blood Reina, Bittersweet, and Calypso. When I was typing this out, I had a feeling you would make a remark about that team. Yes. I had like a really good feeling. I'm glad you went through with it. Uh, second place. Headcasers. Veronica, Minx, Janelle, and Miss Audie. And first place went to Monza Puss, Denai... Divine Station, which is Divine Damsel, Crandopus, Command Station, and Monza. They just shoved all their names together. They Great. did. Great. Next up, I am combining, <laughs> I'm combining like the first two words I'm reading. My brain is going too fast. Halo Australia. Halo Australia. Halo 3 2v2. Fourth place went to Kane and Abel, which was Lunchy and Niku. Third place went to About to Bust. Vino and Pratis. Second place went to Break Even. Weasel and Brattles. With a ton of L's and Z's. Brattles. Um, first place, Ali Oofs, Jr. and Nemesis. You know, Nemesis popping back up on the scene. Exactly. Uh, previous Minnesota native. Yeah. So we got to shout out our boy. There you go. That's all the tournaments. Finally. <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot of community stuff going on. Oh, dude. Are you ready for more shit? All right, here we go. Regular news. 343 adds a team member. This is by Andy Salisbury. Professional news. Today, I'm thrilled to be joining the team over here at 343, working on Halo as community comms manager. Working studio side again is a joy in and of itself, but to get to work alongside this team on Infinite is a dream. Now, let's go toss some grunts. Congratulations. Next news story. Sketch adds a little clarification. It's by Sketch. Heads up. The team is hard. Team is hard to your feedback. And will be extending the deadline to earn the skull and nameplate by at least 30 days. A longer term solution is being worked on to keep the high flying hijinks going. Update to the update. The current challenge and promotion will end this morning. An MCC hotfix is coming out to address some overall challenge issues. This then skull acquisition will be reactivated this evening, but will work a bit differently. More details to come. That's already out. Here's Postum's information that he said. Everyone who logs in will be receiving the skull for the next 30 days. On our next update, it'll be available for all as well. So if you hop on, you should have it unlocked. Until the release of ODST on PC, you can unlock the Acrophobia skull and Alliance nameplate by logging into MCC on your choice of platform. After ODST's launch, the nameplate will no longer be available while the skull will be available to all. So there you go. They're going to be available for everybody. Damn it. What do you mean, damn it? We had fun. We did have fun. All right. We speed ran. We, we a lot. Did. Halo 3. <laughs> the first mission, a lot. Six minutes. 45 seconds. Approximately. Top of the friend leaderboard. Yeah. All right. MCC playlist updates by Postums. Game update. Fix an issue where challenge progress is not retained across multiple platforms. Fix an issue where sometimes on relaunch, your challenge progress would not would display as none. Thank you. Yes. And then fix an issue where challenge progress could display less than the actual progress made. Playlist changes. Rotated in duels. Challenge improvements. Reduce score requirement of weekly campaign score challenge from 50,000 to only 20,000. 
That's awesome. A yeah. lot easily, a lot more easily attainable. All right, here we go. MCC development update for July 2020 by Postums. There's a Halo 3 hit registration investigation. You can check out the video that's included in the Google Doc of the show. It's the show exclamation point show. It's a chat. Uh-oh. What? Halo 3 hit registration? Yes. On PC? Or just across? The 30 to 60 FPS difference. Sure. Like things that they've been working on to address concerns about hit reg in Halo 3. Got it. Design discussion. Thank you for joining us, Max. I'm going to dive right in with a question I've seen pop up across the community. What sort of content can players look forward to with Season 3? Max says, thanks for having me again, Tyler. For Season 3, we're looking to continue expanding on what we're offering for customization. This will include new weapon skins, new visors, and other content for Halo 3. Some include brand new customization options that never existed before in Halo 3. This marks the first step in our expansion of Halo 3 customization. We're also looking to bring in some new nameplates, which you can use for your profile across the entire game. These will all be again earned through the completion of challenges to earn season points and specific challenges and a lot of content during the season. So, with all this new content coming, when can folks expect the next season to start? Max says, the next season will begin with the launch of Halo 3 ODST. We aim to bring a new season out with each launch of the remaining titles coming to MCC on PC. So there's two more. Tyler says, well, thank you for all the info around the current season's challenges and what folks can look forward to regarding the upcoming season of content for MCC. Next up, I found some questions online from folks around ODST's Firefight. So big question with Firefight. What are some things folks can look forward to when it joins the collection? Specifically, will it have matchmaking options like Halo Reach's Firefight? Dana states, players are going to be able to look forward to ODST's Firefight, which will include all of the legacy content, meaning all 10 maps, all of the classic settings, variations, and then some. We've also conducted several upgrades across the board. For the first time, we have upgraded the networking so to an asynchronous networking and dedicated server model like what we have in Halo Reach's Firefight. This represents a serious improvement over the networking model, which is used in co-op campaign gameplay. The next big update is matchmaking for Firefight. This will be comparable to what we have for Halo Reach. Players can expect to see a survival-themed option and arcade-themed option to support the newly introduced game variants for ODST's Firefight. This is also something entirely new and will be introducing a lot of new game options the players may be familiar with uh, from games across the collection. Players can look forward to new options like customizing your starting weapons, movement speed, player gravity, time limit, set limit, number of lives, damage output, and more. They're not quite as advanced as Halo Reach's Firefight options as far as customizing the contents of waves or enemy variety within a wave, but this will provide a substantial amount of customization of your experience like never before. Well, this begs the next question of, are there any new items or weapons players can look forward to using in Firefight? Dana states, So this is something I'm working on right now. We've been able to add a couple new weapons into the mix for now. Previously, you were limited to what was on the map and what enemies drop when you killed them, but now you can spawn with a Spartan laser, a fuel rod, or whatever you want that is available. With these changes, you have a lot more weapons at your disposal. With this update, there are definitely a couple of additional toys bundled in there that players will be able to play with. I'm a little hesitant to talk about Redacted yet, as I'm literally working on it today, but I think we're going to let you spawn with Redacted in Firefight. Once it has had a little more time to bake and we've had, uh, we've had test look at it, we can go more in depth on it. It should be pretty cool, but I literally got the got that working like an hour ago, so we'll see how it goes. If all is well, I'm pretty sure folks will be happy with being able to adjust their starting weapons and the starting redacted on the maps. Halo 3 ODST flighting. In the first half of next month, which is now August, we are planning to flight a slice of Halo 3 ODST to Halo Insiders on PC and Xbox One. 
We are also planning to include Halo 3 content in a patch during this flight to test some changes we've made to hit registration and Halo 3 ODST weapons in Halo 3. So that's right. There will be Halo 3 ODST weapons in Halo 3. That includes, if I'm not mistaken, the pistol and the silenced SMG. State of the game with Farns. Here we go. Features planned for release in 2020. Crossplay. Input-based matchmaking. Server region selection. Custom game browser. Per-game graphics options and per-game audio options. Mouse and keyboard support for Xbox. PC file share. Double keybinds for all games. View model adjustments for all games. In-game FPS cap adjustments. Steam account linking. And in addition to the above, we are committed to bringing ODST campaign and Halo 4 on PC, as well as ODST Firefight with updated networking to both Xbox and PC in 2020. It's a big list. Crossplays confirmed. Or confirmed as planned for release this year. Finally. <laughs> Finally, indeed. Um, the thing that, like, I'm glad they're working on it now, but the whole idea of bringing MCC to, to PC was to launch <sighs> with all these PC features, and it's like, I'm glad you're the one saying this because I wanted to say it, but I'm like, man, I'm negative all the fucking time. I've just, yeah. I've been thinking the same thing, man, from the beginning. It's a thing that should have released with the fucking game, and I, I'm so surprised that it wasn't. This, unfortunately, has been the track record of MCC from the start. Mm-hmm. I mean, in other games, too, but um, <laughs> this is, I mean, it is what it is. We just have to, I'm happy we're getting it now. Wished it was there from the beginning. I guess that's where I'll leave it. I'm right there with you. I think it's insane that the game, you're splitting your player base widely as it is. With already a diminished player base. Right. And not only that, but you you literally, like, okay, I get that 343 Industries does not own this, but Microsoft owns Windows for fuck's sake. <laughs> okay? The fact that your, your main IP, like your biggest first-party IP... Yes, it is an older collection of titles, but your first-party IP doesn't fucking support crossplay. That's insane when it came to PC. I couldn't believe it. Uh, Rage says, can we remove Black Eye from existence? Thanks. And then crossplay, woo! And then uh, Maddie with the poggers. Dave says, double keybinds, but like Halo 5 campaign PC? Yeah, uh, they said that... I forgot who said it, but I mentioned this when we were playing last night, that... Somebody from 343 said that um, they hear people talking about it, how they want Halo 5 in full on PC, and that's something that if they worked on it, it would be well after Infinite's release. So, I mean, are we ever going to get H5 on MCC? It's a great question. Yo, Dust, with the Tier 1 sub for three months, with the three-month streak, my man! Destort, thank you for the resub! Woo! There you go. You got your woo. I told you. You're all even, uh... Oh. <laughs> this thing is not... Manny. <laughs> I want a cookie. So we were playing 
so we played uh over the past couple nights we played um we played some MCC, right? On PC. So oh my god. <laughs> so there you go. Josh uh um Ogre from a long time ago, he he joined in and Maddie joined in. Um so Maddie joined in after like well after this moment happened, but uh, I forgot exactly how it went, but I, but I was like, I, I killed someone. I'm like, you want a cookie because you're not getting one or something like that. <laughs> and then Josh said in a sexual tone, he's like, I want a cookie. Oh, and I came in right after. Yeah. This conversation. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I then remember. Maddie's like, uh, that needs to be a sound bite. So, or an alert sound or something. Yes. Um, so there's that it's a little inside thing there. Um, Quality of life improvements. Let's get back to the news story here. Performance improvements for all games on both PC and Xbox. Improved uncapped frame rate. Looking at you, Reach and H2A. Community requested bugs. UI UX improvements around navigation, roster customization, and many more areas of of the game. And achievement issues. And in the backlog, pending further discussions, the fact that this didn't fucking launch with the game blows my mind. Text chat on and off option has been added to that list. Why the fuck? Okay. Tangent time. Why the fuck can't is guys. Why the fuck can't you just go into the options and hit a toggle? Like don't show me text chat. Whoa. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh my God. Like I'm not, I get it. I'm not a fucking developer. There's clearly a lot more that goes into this, but like, I think it's, well, they, I can't they, fucking fathom it. Will they added the text chat? Cause obviously that wasn't on. So Xbox. can't they remove it? <laughs> it should have been added in an easier. Anyway, anyway, it's fine. It's fine. Deep breaths. It's not fine. You, we see racist shit being thrown in there all the time. It should literally just be a fucking toggle. I don't... Oh, my God. I just don't... <sighs> Dust says, most PC games, uh, that's not usually hasn't been an option until uh, more more recent games. It's just... There should just be a fucking toggle. Be like, <laughs> show it or don't show it. God. <sighs> okay. Shall we continue? Yeah. So I split this. We're going to, this is the same segment, but I split this. So that's it for the regular Halo news. But now we're going to talk about infinite specific Halo news because there's a lot. And I split it because of that reason. So first up, the art of Halo Infinite, the exclusive cover reveal. This is by Jesse Shadeen of IGN. You can check it out. The cover's shown off. You can pre-order it now on Amazon if you haven't already. It's $39.99. Halo Infinite PC peripherals have been announced. Except kind of not really. It's a tease. It's by Razer. An arsenal fit for the Master Chief. Be legendary on Xbox and PC with Razer Cross Halo Infinite hardware coming soon. They didn't show anything off. Well, there you go. Something tells me, and I hope I'm wrong. I legit hope I'm wrong. Something tells me this is going to be the same type of line that they released for Destiny 2. 
Oh, sure. But I want a better keyboard. Yeah, I can agree to that. Yeah, the Mecha Membrane one is fine, but uh, like a fully mechanical keyboard, if they came out with that, would be sick. Speaking of like, I, I got to tell, tell you what I saw today on my way here. Oh, shit. So this like group of motorcyclists were like coming down 60, Highway 61. Okay. And one of them that was stopped, he had his bike was painted. He was basically the fucking green goblin from Spider-Man on a bike. Like his bike was painted like the glider. That's he had the really freaking cool. green go- goblin helmet on with like, you know, his black motorcycle stuff. And I was like, he had like the green underglow underneath the bike. I'm like, that's freaking awesome. That's really fucking I, cool. I wish I would have been able to, to snap a picture, but uh, obviously I was driving and didn't want to do that. But uh, uh, that was pretty sick to see. Like that dude was just rocking it. Loved it. So it literally has nothing to do with what we're talking about. You just wanted to say that you saw a motorcyclist well, like, that had Greek goblet shit. So what sparked it in my mind is like Halo-themed gear. Like oh, okay. Person in. So like there's a Halo-themed motorcycle. Sure. Let's make that shit a ghost and cool. you can just. Well, I'd be down for that. <laughs> um, Dave asks, was there any words on release dates for that? Or are we just thinking with Infinite? Um, no release date yet. No anything yet. Like no pictures of what the products are going to be. No release date. Information coming soon. That is all we have at this point in time. You best believe when we do have info, we'll talk about it here too. Gareth, it's either Coker or Cocker. Go with Coker. Okay. Gareth Coker sets a fire in your heart. This is by Sketch. It's an interview with a composer for Halo Infinite, Gareth Cocker. Coker. Coker Cocker. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, Dust says most likely no earlier than the week before. Uh, I don't know when the Destiny 2 peripherals released. I didn't pay attention either. So maybe that could be a baseline, though. If somebody wants to look up when the Destiny 2 Razer peripherals released in accordance to when that game released on PC, when the game released on PC, because Destiny 2 released before on consoles, it released later, I think like almost a year later on PC. So let's keep that in mind. Destiny 2 PC release date says September 6, 2017. Oh, Dust says more uh, for the art book is what he was talking about. My apologies. Oh, my apologies. What did you say, Will? Hang on. Are you looking up the, the, the Destiny peripheral stuff? Okay. Yes, my apologies, Dust. Thank you for the clarification. Have, uh, Dave says they came out before the game, but I think it was like a month. Okay. Um, so they they the keyboard released on July 17, 2017. Okay. And the game came out on September 6th. Of that year? On PC? Yes. That's a good amount of time ahead. And we're thinking this is going to come out in November. The game console. Yeah, yeah. November. We could so be seeing like, them September? Sooner than later. Yeah. August, September? Yeah. Wow. That'd be, if, this is a huge speculation, guys. This is, this is based off of what Razer did before with a themed game release yeah. for their peripherals. That's what we're basing this off of. Who the fuck knows what's going to happen, but... I like that I can do easy research again during the show. There you go. This is awesome. Fuck yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, all right. Mega Constructs Halo Infinite Code Redemption. This is by 343 because there's a little confusion here, and it makes sense why there is. This month, we're excited to see some of the first official Halo Infinite collectibles landing in stores around the world, starting with our partners at Mega Constructs. We're also very excited to announce that some of these products will include a special code that can be redeemed for exclusive Halo Infinite in-game content. Will does Will gave me a sigh of dis, uh, 
Disgust. I don't want to buy other shit to get shit in game. It's okay. Because I already did. Please be aware that Mega Constructs Halo Infinite Code Redemption isn't available yet. The page, uh, the page and required systems are targeted to go live in August. So this month. Directly here on Halo Waypoint. HaloWaypoint.com slash redeem in case you'd like to bookmark it now. Please hold on to your code and keep it in a safe place. Once the redemption page is live, we'll share the word on Halo social channels and or please feel free to periodically check back on Halo Waypoint for updates in the coming weeks. When the page is live next month or this month because it's August, you will need to be logged into your Microsoft account in order to redeem your codes. Once the code is redeemed, your Halo Infinite content will be saved to your account and waiting for you in-game when it launches this holiday. Dust says you won't have to buy toys for anything exclusive. Are you sure? I'm clicking on this. Uh... Oh, yeah, that. Yeah, it's from July 1st. From July 1st. So literally over a month ago, one day. Are what do you mean you won't have to buy toys for anything exclusive? Didn't they say that you'll get like exclusive content from anyway? Yeah, it, it literally said exclusive content. What do you mean, Dust? And they also said that the, if you buy the blasters, right, if you buy the AR the the nerf AR or whatever it is, yeah, you're you'll like, you'll get a code for an exclusive item as well. Are you sure you're not getting anything exclusive? Because it sounds like you're getting something exclusive. Maybe you can earn it in game, but you get it early, early. if you buy shit ahead of time. Oh, Dust says like not related to the specific toy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's probably like a if you buy one nerf item. Regardless of the nerf item that you buy, you get a code. When you redeem that code, it could be like Halo 5, or if you redeem that code, you get the nameplate, right, or the emblem associated with nerf. And then any subsequent redemption, you get, like, whatever added stuff they have. Got it. Makes sense. Yeah, so, like, for Mega Constructs, maybe there's a Mega Constructs emblem that you get one time, and then every subsequent code, you get whatever they include in the game. That could be. Sorry, Dust, I was confused again. My apologies. Okay. Let's continue. Infinite Inquiries by... Unishek. Thanks, Will. And thank you. Unishek. <laughs> I didn't get to what you were getting at there at all. <laughs> that had to have been probably the longest pause I think we've ever had of like literally nothing happening. Um, I'm sorry. I really put you on the spot there. Okay. So for a lot of these articles, I I haven't said everything within the article because they're long. Okay. I've included things that base that mainly pertain to this show. This article is no exception. Same thing. So answers to your questions. Good. Okay. Shortly after the demo aired, I looked, I uh, took to Twitter scoured Reddit, and checked our forums for common questions that were popping up around the community. There are a lot of questions, and they'll all get answered in time, but I wanted to start by tackling a few that were frequently asked, ones that we should clarify, 
and some that we've already answered but should resurface. Let's dive in. Questions about graphics and visuals. First, we want to acknowledge that, yes, we've heard the feedback coming from parts of the community regarding the visuals in the Halo Infinite game, uh, campaign demo. While we see and hear far more positive than negative, we do want to share a bit more context. From our perspective, there are two key areas to, uh, being debated around the community. Overall art style and visual fidelity. Based on our learnings from Halo 4, Halo 5, and Halo Wars 2, along with the strong community feedback, we decided to shift back towards the legacy aesthetics that define the original trilogy. With Halo Infinite, we're returning to a more classic art style, which was a key message going back to the very first reveal that garnered enthusiastic and positive responses. This translates to a more vibrant palette, cleaner models, and objects with less noise, though it doesn't mean less detail. While we appreciate this may not be everyone's personal preference, we stand by this decision and are happy to see it resonating with so many fans around the world. The second theme being discussed involves visual fidelity. Negative feedback in this area includes comments about care around characters and objects appearing flat, simplistic, and plastic-like. Lighting feeling dull and flat, an object pop-in. We've read your comments, we've seen the homemade examples of retouched content, and yes, we heard the digital foundry assessments. In many ways, we are in agreement here. We, do, we uh, do have work to do to addressing some of these areas and raise the level of fidelity and overall presentation for the final game. The build used to run the campaign demo was work in progress from several weeks ago with a variety of graphical elements and game systems still being finished and polished. While some of the feedback was expected and speaks to areas already in progress, other aspects of the feedback have brought new opportunities and considerations to light that the team is taking very seriously and working to assess. We don't have firm answers or outcomes to share yet, but the team is working as quickly as possible on plans to address some of the feedback around detail, clarity, and overall fidelity. The team is committed and focused on making sure we have a beautiful world for players to explore when we launch. Something I want to point out in that statement is something that we talked about before. It has not been confirmed that the gameplay demo was from January. In this article, it still has not been confirmed that the gameplay demo came from January. We don't have that info. I guess my my biggest thing is that the the showcase, right? Mm -hmm. There should have been some communication beforehand that this wasn't final gameplay. Sure. Because it just said this is a gameplay demo. And if you're not a major Halo fan, if you're not reading these articles on a consistent basis... You're just going to be like, that's infinite? Without all this communication, they don't know that. They just think that's the gameplay. Yep. There should have been some sort of message beforehand in my eyes. Let me look this up real quick. Uh, we're going to do this on the spot, too. Um, Halo Infinite. And then Maddie says, uh, I believe it was said by 343 that it was several weeks before. Correct. We just read that in this article. But the, that, mm -hmm. that's the fact I'm trying to get at is that um, there, was, there was a report. I think it came from Alana Pierce's video that she was able to get the information out of them that said it came from January, but it wasn't absolutely confirmed it was from January. And then in Hidden Xperia's video, uh, and based off of all communications otherwise from 343, oh, what the hell? What the hell? No idea. Just came up as Netflix on the TV. That's some crazy shit. Use the remote. The remote behind, yeah, there you go. Hit the home button. Yeah. 
It could have been, but that's weird. It, it, that shouldn't happen. That's so bizarre. That's so weird. I don't even know. Okay. Jesus Christ. Live troubleshooting. Literally, so we have a, somebody press the cast button. I don't think so. Either way. Regardless. Okay, so for those, we have a we have a TV above, and that's where we have the stream up. But it, apparently <laughs> Netflix decided that, hey, you want to watch me? They're like, no, I don't want to fucking watch you. I'll watch Umbrella Academy later. Um, the fuck was I getting at? So reportedly, Alana Pierce was able to get information out of them that said it came from January. Based off Hidden Xperia's video and every other communication from 343, it did not come from January. They didn't give an exact date or month. They just said an earlier time, weeks, Mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. And in this article as well, it says several weeks before. So we don't know when this exact time frame came from. Not that it necessarily matters. I'm just trying to provide context. Sure. Um, Dust says, why would you ever assume it's the final version of the game? Maybe not assuming it's the final version of the game, but when? When the game is supposed to release later this year. And that was, that was the big, I think personally, I mean, we wouldn't because we know, Yeah. but personally it's, if I'm looking at this, right, this is the Xbox game showcase. They keep hyping it up as you're seeing Halo Infinite gameplay for the first time. This game releases this fall with new consoles. Yes. Obviously things are still in development, but maybe as a person coming in for the first time and looking at it and they didn't know about all this stuff that was happening, then maybe they could view it as, oh, that doesn't look that great for a a product that's coming out in not very long amount of time. I don't know. I don't know. But what I do want to look up real quick, and what I said I was going to look up, um, I'm going to look up the Halo Infinite gameplay demo real quick. Make sure my volume is turned down. It (laughs) is. And I want to check... Real quick and make sure that it does not say what are you looking for? It doesn't say it. So nowhere, nowhere in the video itself does it say this is a work in progress. It just says start demo. Correct. We do know that demos are generally not a full Nowhere in the description of the video off of Halo's YouTube channel does it say that this is a work in progress. Just saying. Right. And then you get get live trailers with that same type of build, so to speak. So there's official marketing around uh, this pre-release game. It kind of can... It can skew someone's idea of what Infinite's going to be if they're not like, if they're a casual gamer, right? If they're not, if they're like, yeah, maybe I'll play Halo again. Maybe off that demo, maybe not. I don't know. That's, I just wish there was more communication, more communication during the event that someone might be tuning into for the first time if they're interested in the new console, what's coming out, what's going to be presented for it. I guess that's what I was getting at. Yeah. And it's just, it's just kind of odd to me. That's what Maddie said. We usually see these uh, things like in-engine footage and things like that. Mm-hmm. And there was there was literally nothing in that in that in the YouTube video of the campaign gameplay demo, along with the description that was based off of the official video on Halo's YouTube channel. 
Nowhere in the video or the description does it state that it's a work in progress. Therefore, like, again, somebody randomly coming in and seeing that, it, it looks as though they're advertising it as a finished product. Besides the only word indicating otherwise would be start demo. Mm-hmm. That's it. Um, Maddie says, or you, uh, or you think Chris Lee would have mentioned that they are still working on the game in his, in his appearance afterwards. See, it's just, they're do it's weird because they're like, some of the time they're doing a phenomenal job on talking, like on talking to the community and giving them information. And then other times they're just not like for the really weirdest things. Or as we're going to talk about soon with the multiplayer, there's, there's a lot of, again, stuff that's being communicated. Well, things that are not things that are very like treading lines. Okay. Let's continue. So continuing with this article from uh, uni, what about a multiplayer beta and flighting? The Xbox game showcase was only meant to focus on Halo Infinite's campaign. However, I can't blame you all for being curious about the multiplayer experience. As Chris Lee mentioned in his blog, which accompanied the demo last week, our original plans for large-scale flighting aren't where we originally intended in large part due to the challenges of working from home during the COVID-19. At this time, we're honestly not sure what is going to be possible in terms of flighting, but we still hope to have an opportunity for broader public hands-on before release. And, as we previously stated, we'll be relying on flighting and continued feedback and community partnership well beyond launch as we grow and evolve the game together. We could pro- we could probably spend an entire episode putting our tinfoil hats on and breaking that down further. I'm gonna say this. Clearly, because of COVID and the working from home, they had this large, large scale plan in place year, like probably what years in advance, I think a year or two in advance. I think clearly things just didn't work out the way they envisioned. They had to scale back a lot. They plan on having, I don't even know if they'd call it a flight at that point. It would be like a, a beta, but it'd be a demo before release. Um, because I don't know how many things they could change leading up to release. But then again, I mean, who knows? They took feedback from flights and MCC and they're able to implement the game for release. So there's that. Uh, but their plans didn't come to fruition. They could have something towards release. And when they say for broader public hands-on, it sounds to me as though that reads to me as hey, instead of it being an insider flight, fuck it. It's just going to be a well for everybody to download. Give it a shot. That's that's what I think. But I, I could very well be off basis here. Um, And then the statement, we'll be relying on flighting and continued feedback and community partnership well beyond launch as we grow and evolve the game together. So he does say well beyond launch in there. Mm-hmm. But there's been a lot of speculation as to whether or not Infinite will be a fully featured game upon release. So you're thinking the multiplayer, since it's free to play, as we'll find out. Yes. As we'll talk about later, that it's coming out separately. 
So, no to that. Yes, in terms of modes and features. And this isn't coming from me, okay? I just want to get... All right, let's, let's lay this out. In terms of your, 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 uh, your statement, right, of whether or not Halo Infinite multiplayer will release separately, mm-hmm. they've come out and addressed that, and they've said that, no, it will not release at the same time. We now know it's free-to-play, which we'll talk about soon. What, the, what some members in the community are worried about is, based off the information that they've given and based off of flighting continuing after launch, is Halo Infinite going to be a fully featured, complete game on release? Will theater not come out on time? Will there be multiplayer no- modes that don't come out on time? Are things just not going to be polished enough? Should this game be delayed? Blah, blah, blah. Sure. Those are the concerns that some people in the community are stressing. Um, and then, so let's catch up on chat real quick. Okay, go ahead. I, I have an idea to bounce off that, but go. But Perfect. Well, do you, do you want to go ahead and give your point? Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Flighting continuing into they into past launch. Yes. They said that they've developed this engine, so changes could be made quickly. Correct. So what happens if, you know, the bulldog is the only shotgun we see and People are like, we want that old shotgun back. Okay, we'll flight it in in the next multiplayer. You know what I mean? Sure. And you're literally getting to what we're going to talk about. Okay. Because it is the only shotgun in the game. But yes, we will talk about that. Um, Dave says, the statement feels like an insult, honestly. They've been saying, we will flight since the first Vidoc. I absorbed it as we we are canceling the flight because we're not at a point where we feel comfortable letting people play and see it. Um, Maddie says, yeah, I think it'll get a close beta. Um, Dave says, no, forget day one. Maddie says, reclaimers are probably playing it now. Um, and then dust says they did that with the spanker in halo five. Yes, they did. They did. They brought back the spanker. Um, okay. So again, I just want to make sure that people understand this is concerns of some people in the community that they're, they're not necessarily concern of myself. I don't know about you, Will. Um, do you, I'll just ask you. Do you think, given the current state of things, that Halo Infinite releases a full package? I could see modes being missing from multiplayer, right? If we're looking at the full multiplayer package, they might not have a team arena or something to that effect. No competitive side, because why? Competitive hasn't been built yet. They need the community to kind of do that. I know they have a pro team, but they're, they're the ones making sure everything's balanced, I think. Mo- like, weapons work. Um, I think we get an official playlist. We might, they might, they might flight modes to see what competitive modes need to be in the game. What if oddball doesn't work with the movement and the style of infinite? What if, you know, we need roaming King versus King of the Hill or strongholds, depending on what, how the, how, how, and developers can have an idea of how a game is going to be played and what modes will work best. But until pros get their hands on it, it could, they can turn it upside down. And I know we have the pro team, but I can just see, like, look at what Frosty and Shotzi did with Halo 5. You know, people were not playing the game the way they did until they came in. Right. It's a true statement. Um, let's, all right, let's catch up here. So Dave says, no forge day one. Oh, instead of no forget day one, he meant to say no forge day one. Okay. Got it. Um, Jordan says, not if they're keeping launch date with console. 
Okay. And, and from all intents and purposes, it looks like that's what they're going to be doing. Uh, Dave says to them, it would be a full package, but probably not to us. And then, but will they have two pro teams for this balance should be there without the public opinion. And then I know things can change, but full package should be a 12, uh, a 1.2 balanced patch, not a 0.8 package where they need the public, uh, balance thought. I, I can see definitely where the pro settings like the, the, yeah, the pro settings coming at a later time because that I think with Halo five, it was very odd because Halo five released what, what three, four, three thought would break things out. should be not only with breakout, but even after the fact, like they came out with what they thought competitive settings would be, including radar and all these things. Right. And, and all the pros were like, why though? Like, Kate, no, just remove it, right? Remove ground pounds, remove these things. And then years later, like, okay, we'll do, okay. We'll, we'll dumb down radar. No, we're not removing it. We'll dumb it down. But, you know, ground pound, okay. <laughs> it's just, that's the type of stuff. So I would like, unless the, unless the pro team that they've hired for Infinite really has a definitive say and, like, are are working with current pro players that are going to be playing the game because they said they've been in talks with pros. So if the pro team that exists right now for infinite has been play testing with the pro players that are going to be playing in infinite has been getting the, the pro community's feedback on where things should go and they're being heard a lot of ifs, right? Yeah. But if that happens, if all that's happening, then okay. Release it day one. Cool, because it sounds like you have all your ducks in a row. But I could definitely see it going the way of uh, a Halo 3 MLG playlist, which took a long time to get in the game, don't get me wrong, but a a Halo 3 MLG playlist type scenario where the game releases the way it is, the pros get a hold of it, they fine-tune the settings with with eSports Engine in this case, they fine-tune everything, get the maps to where they need to be, boom. Esports engine playlist, right? Sure. Whatever it is. So, I guess what I'd like to, I guess, I, Halo or 343 could technically still come out with their own, this is what we think competitive would be like. Sure. And then we get a separate playlist later. But I do think it feels like we're not going to get everything, right? With the, the information we're getting. And I just, I as just, much as it pains me to say I, I'm in agreement, it um, seems like it. It seems like it. Um, and I guess I don't know what that's going to mean. It might be playlist missing. It might be whatever. Maybe firefight comes at a later date, whatever, or whatever new war zone. That's the other thing. I don't even think firefight's been confirmed. No. We don't know about war zone. We don't know if firefight's making a return. We have no idea. I think they said, I think they talked about forge and theater being things that were staples. Yep. So. Dave, we don't even know about BTB. <laughs> Dude, the fact, I'm not even a big BTB fan, but the fact that Halo 5 didn't release with BTB on launch, that's in fucking insane. And the fact that they basically said, oh, we're just going to have Forge maps in this shit. Come on. You guys need to do better than that. Um, That's right, Maddie, you were correct. He says, uh, when Chris Lee was asked during a Q&A about the game missing any modes, he dodged and deflected the questions. So that's how you... 
Uh, so that's that. Oh, so take that how you want. Yeah. And then Dave says, this is feeling like a lawbreaker's launch feel. Game wasn't balanced at launch because they wanted people's opinion on balance. I mean, anything could happen. The game, the game could very well be bad. That's not what we're saying. The game could very well be balanced at launch. It's just from a competitive perspective, things might need to like, they might need to take the community's perspective into it. Um, but yeah, I remember that Chris did dodge that question, but that could totally just be because we're not going to see traditional modes like firefight sure. or war zone. Maybe it's there's only a battle Royale. Oh, just a bit. Yeah. I mean, think about it. They open ring now. I mean, we're, we're about to talk about some shit. Let's go. Let's get, let's get into it more of this. All right. All right. So, um, we're getting to the end of this article and then we'll get into the big one. So what happened to Cortana, the created blue team, fire team, Osiris, Lasky, UNSC, infinity, Halsey, Arbiter, and Atriox. What is Harbinger? Last week, we showed a mission that takes place several hours into the campaign. During the conclusion of that small slice, we introduced war chief Eshram, who defeated the UNSC forces of the ring and is eager for his next challenge. To see what led up to that moment and what comes after, you'll need to play Halo Infinite's campaign. As many of you know, I'm super opposed to spoilers and loading up all the answers into a trailer and demo would just be poor form. Rest assured, many of your questions will be answered in time just by playing the game. Most, not all. Better be. Many, not all. The new MK50 sidekick and CQS48 Bulldog look cool. Will there be other pistols or shotguns in the game? We're excited to build on Halo's Legacy Sandbox while also introducing new components to further evolve and expand gameplay experiences. The MK50 sidekick and CQS48 Bulldog are brand new weapons that bring something different for players to sink their teeth into. The sidekick is a true sidearm pistol that is lightning fast to draw and fire, truly excelling as a reliable backup when your primary weapon is depleted and a brute is bearing down on you. Holy fucking shit! Let's talk about that real quick. Guess what? True sidekick weapon. It ain't the fucking Halo 5 pistol, which means it ain't a fucking primary. Let's go! Woo! I like my pistol. Fuck that. I'm so happy. I'm so I'm the, happy. I might be the kid who stays on Halo 5. Just Oh, no. <laughs> I'm so fucking happy that this is a true goddamn sidearm. Holy hell. Compared to previous titles, this weapon is closest to Halo 2's version of the Magnum. Justin! Goalie sniper Justin Leflesh is going to be so stoked. He loves Halo 2's Magnum. I don't, but he does. Okay. The Bulldog is a pump-action shotgun that is punchy and decently accurate, trading slightly lower damage, 12-gauge versus 8-gauge, for a much higher rate of fire. Players will be better equipped to dispatch multiple targets quickly, and the Bulldog provides more playstyle opportunities for shotgun aficionados like myself. There are additional variants of each of these, but the classic Magnum and tactical shotgun aren't currently featured in Halo Infinite. As we look beyond launch, we'll have we have robust plans to continue evolving the game, which will include further additions to Halo Infinite Sandbox. We understand some players won't be thrilled over the prospects of different pistols and shotguns, but we encourage you to keep an open mind, and we we look forward to everyone getting hands-on perspective with these new weapons when the time comes. Dave says, "What?" When I I think that was to my H five comment. 
I mean, if I don't like the multiplayer, I love Halo 5's multiplayer minus Ground Pound and Spartan Charge. Like, I don't know. I don't know, man. My crispy pistol shots. Uh, what do you... Okay. What do you think you're going to start with multi, uh, in competitive? Is, is it going to be the BR? We saw yeah, it back. I bet it'll be BR. I have a, I have a hard inclination it's going to be the BR. I'm going to miss the pistol. That's all I'm saying. Fuck no. Gun is fucking ass. It is great. No, that gun sucks. I Okay. I, I am. I uh, respect people's opinions on liking the Halo 5 pistol. I just don't like the Halo 5 pistol. There's that. I am a, like, DMR? Even give me a DMR. Like, DMR's fine. Yeah. Because in Halo 5, there was no bloom. Right. So, sure, give me the DMR. I'm fine with that. I like that gun a lot. Just, yeah. Um, Dave says, I'll miss the tack mag a little. Okay. Sure. It's funny because I feel like I was less accurate with the tack mag. The normal really? bag. Yeah, that was weird. I don't know. It's just like something mentally. It's weird. I don't know. The, it also, it, I mean, it has like a, what, a, a silencer on it? Yeah. So it's just a pew, 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 pew. Yeah, it doesn't feel as beefy, as strong. Exactly. It, um, if it's a single fire rifle, there won't be a reason to get a BR DMR. That's a, that thing had such power. DMR is good. Um, so there you go. Replacing the pistol and the shotgun. The shotgun I'm a little bit more upset about because I love the classic shotgun in Halo. Yeah. But it, it's 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 changed. Slightly, though. but it's Ever all, so slightly. It's always it's, been the same type of shotgun, though. Yeah. So you have you have a less powerful shotgun, but higher rate of fire. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of... Bah, bah, bah. I wonder if that's going to create more opportunities for... Uh, multi-kills in multiplayer with... Sure. It also includes better possibilities for spam. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Oh, my God. Um, Dave says, I forgot the name of the single-shot rifle from the reveal, and then Maddie says, VK-70 Commando. Maddie says, according to IGN, it can have full auto rate fi fire rate. The shotgun? Holy shit. We're getting that Destiny be with, levels of shit That might shit be right with now. the variants, you know, like oh, we sure. saw in... Halo 5. Yeah, Warzone. Warzone. Yeah. I mean, they did say, as we look beyond launch, we have robust plans to continue evolving the game, which will include further additions to Halo Infinite Sandbox. Oh, the Commando. Wait, the Commando can be... What? What? That's going to be nuts. Okay. The... The revolver? Wait. Oh no, the single shot rifle. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. He not... looked like he was shooting it pretty fast in the in the demo too. He definitely looked like yeah. I'm sorry, not the revolver. The yeah, the DMR looking gun. He looked like he was shooting it fast in the demo. Um, okay. How will the new grapple hook work in multiplayer? It'll be a pickup. Yep. We heard 4K 60 FPS. Is that the best you can do, even on PC? I like it. Getting a little like, what the? <laughs> Getting feisty. Uh, to clarify, up to 4K 60 FPS is our target for our expansive campaign experience on Xbox Series X. As PC players expect, there'll be plenty of settings that you can tweak to create the experience you want, and we'll have even more details on that in the coming months. And let's not forget the long-running list of other hashtag-confirmed aspects of Halo Infinite. In-universe timing, it follows the Master Chief's story sometime after Halo 5 Guardians. Pro Team, we've assembled an internal pro team for Halo Infinite. Split Screen, yes, Split Screen will be a thing. LAN, Infinite will support LAN. 
Hopefully true fucking lamb. Bang it, black! Black undersuits will be in the game. Player customization. If you like the level of armor customization options in Halo Reach, you'll be pleased. SR-152, and yes, I know I missed one. I'll read that at the end here. SR-152. Players who completed it in Halo 5 Guardians will receive a token of appreciation. And Forge. Our famous editing tool will be in Halo Infinite. We'll have undo-redo buttons, which is a first for Forge. Microtransactions. Halo Infinite will not include real money loot boxes. I put an emphasis on that because of what we're about to talk about. The last news story that we have for this week. Halo Infinite's multiplayer is free to play. This is by Halo. Halo is for everyone. We can confirm Halo Infinite multiplayer will be free to play and will support 120 FPS on Xbox Series X. More details will be shared later. What was once a leak, less than 24 hours later, it became official. Yeah, it was crazy turnaround to actually get that info. What are our thoughts? Will, before I let you go, you already switched it. It's time for our topic. Halo Infinite multiplayer being free to play. Let's go over what people think. Everybody in chat, let us know what you guys think of this, and then we'll give our opinions. In Discord, Ragemore Nerd states, very unexpected, but in theory, it could be a great idea. If they want to expand the player base and bring Halo back to its former glory and take advantage of the new population of PC players, free-to-play multiplayer will get as many hands on it as possible. What this also would imply is more microtransactions and likely paid DLC. If this is supposed to set up the next 10 years of Halo, I wouldn't mind paying for some DLC every now and then, and assuming it's an extension to the single player, I wonder how open-ended the story will be by the end of the campaign. Beth replies with, I agree. Great way to get as many people playing as possible. Helps give those who may be on the fence about Infinite or Halo in general a better incentive to try it out. If you like it, awesome. If you don't, at least you found that out without buying a $60 plus game. And I know I'm personally much more likely to spend money on things like DLC or a battle pass if the game itself is free. Nightfox replies with, very good on their part. Just hope the anti-cheat is really good. On Instagram, Justin stated, just means a larger community, faster to get games, more friends to make. And then What a Clever Boy states, with this and the amazing Games Pass deal, I'm hoping this means a crazy big population. Nothing wrong with that. Interested to see what their monetization strategy is, though. What do you think, Will? I'm just going to... Prediction, it would be some sort of battle pass with... And you mentioned that a long time ago. With premium and not premium unlocks. So you can play without buying it and unlock some random stuff here and there. Maybe yep. some XP boosts. Or pay the premium, get your 100 tier unlocked. But that, that would mean we'd have seasons. We'd have to have some sort of seasons for, for multiplayer. So what does that mean? Are we going to get new maps every three to four months? New customizables? I don't know. It's going to be like it would have to all be some sort of like cosmetic. Are we getting emotes? Because <laughs> most games with battle passes honestly have emotes. Maddie says we have seasons now with MCC, which is true. We do. We do. But they're they're tied to the game itself, right? Like, yeah, Halo. well, kind of. 
ODST releases, we get a Halo 3 pass, you know? Yeah. Um, but Halo 3 gets in there. We get Halo CE customizations. Right. But yeah, they the the customizations are tied to the game specific for MCC. Being, but they're tied for, to the games being released, right? Well, that's what I said. With Halo 3's release, yeah. the pass that released with that so once, was for Halo 1. Once Infinite releases, what are they going to tie the seasons to? Like... Well, obviously, Halo Infinite they're just going to be have to be. It's they have to do like what the Fortnite or Warzone shit, where it's like every three months they just set a timer on it. Sure, you have an epic world event that takes place on the ring. That'd be cool. Fuck! Why did I even say that? I was joking. I hope. Okay. The thing I don't want. So. My brain. Okay. All this stuff came out what felt like at once. Yeah. Like, all these announcements came out at once. So, I haven't, honestly, this is going to sound stupid. I haven't had time to process everything. Okay? Let's say they take the Fortnite approach. Whatever time frame they have, they have a large world event that takes place that you can experience in the game. And then the new season starts, the battle passes out, there's updates, blah, blah, blah. Halo is known... The Halo franchise is known to have self-contained stories within each of its games. Yeah. Right? It's the first time we're seeing something different. Halo Infinite will have a self-contained story for its campaign. We know that. But we don't know what this free-to-play multiplayer could do if things are going to translate over to the campaign side of things with the Halo ring itself, whatever. If they did something, because we haven't seen multiplayer yet, we don't know. We don't know what it's going to be like because, like, what on in Halo Four and Halo Five as well? It was, it was based off. Uh, excuse me. Um, I'm just going to use Halo Four specifically as an example here. With War Games, it was a simulation on the infin- on UNSC Infinity. Yeah. So, could Halo Infinite's multiplayer be based off of maps that were taken from the ring itself? Because we've seen with Halo Reach specifically. Um, multiplayer maps were, uh, most of the multiplayer maps were based off of campaign missions that were in the game. Okay. So there could be a tie in that way. Basically what I'm getting at is, and why I thought I was joking when you said that could be cool was the thing that I love about Halo as a franchise is it's self-contained stories. And the thing that I thought I was going to like about destiny was with the new seasons, they were expanding upon the lore that was put in place. Yes. The stories weren't amazing in Destiny as it was. We all know how bad Destiny 1 did at storytelling um, and keeping Grimoire behind cards and shit. Halo, uh, Halo. Destiny 2 did a better job, but with its seasons, they kept leaving you little breadcrumbs and not big things happened that gave you conclusions that you were looking for. Yep. That's the thing I'd be worried about if Halo Infinite took the same approach as a Fortnite or a Destiny 2 in terms of its world events. Right. Where you have something cool. Now, Fortnite never really had a story anyway, but I'm hoping that if they were to do something like that, that they would work with what they have in terms of the greater Halo universe because their stories are so good um, and really tie things in together with that. Here's what I'm hoping. If we do get some sort of battle pass or tiered structure to get rewards... Um, that yes, infinite is supposed to be the, the thing for the next 10 years, right? Yes. They're going to have to, they can't just leave campaign 
the way it is in my eyes. No. Without continuing it. I would love if they expanded upon it. So, Absolutely. So new, my, I'm hoping what happens, if there is some sort of tiered thing, we get a new season with a new story, whether it be self-contained story or I, I just, I hope it translates to the, the greater story better That'd than be what cool. Destiny does. That would be um, cool. Maybe we, I know they said that you'll get answers and you'll find out what happened, but maybe for, so for infinite, we, let me, let me, I'm gonna have to break this up here for infinite. We know the brutes and the, um, the banished are going to be the main villain for, yes. for the most part. Yes. Well, so the question is what did happen with Cortana? What if we don't get that? Maybe we get a hint of it in the, in the story that we play, but at the end it's still open-ended with Cortana. And then the first DLC is we're focusing we're on focusing Cortana. on Cortana. And then we, you know, and then it's about once you once you face Cortana, whatever happens there, now it's okay. UNSC fleet was just demolished as we saw in the gameplay trailer. Let's maybe we got a transmission. Re- or maybe we can use Cortana's power to find everyone now that she's tied into all AI or whatever. Or it'd and, be cool like to rewind time and play through what they were doing. Like how it came to that point, like an ODST, sure. Just yes, yeah, like, it, ab- like yeah. Snap me here. Yep. And then you're you're in the eyes of somebody who was in that fleet, who gets destroyed by Eshram and the banished fleet as well. I don't know. Um. But then I'm hoping what I'm saying is like yeah, with yeah, each yeah. of those we get different unlocks. Sure. So different that skins tie that, that, that tie to the story. Like you can say I I bought you know. I, I played through the Cortana DLC and it's a ton of Cortana stuff, nameplates, whatever, whatever they're going to have for cosmetics. Right. Maybe you get a sweet, uh, warthog wrap that has like the Corsa- Cortana, like lines coming up of it. Maybe you get a green goblin wrap on your, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, but then would you, so with their new art style, do you think they will do any cosmetics that, change the way things look like so maddie just said i don't think the battle pass if it is that will have anything to do with campaign so what are you going to use them for so are we saying that so i think what we're getting at is we want it to also include some campaign stuff not necessarily oh wait wait maybe it doesn't have to uh well that's the thing the Pass doesn't need to include campaign stuff. The season as a whole should. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Right? Yeah. Like, I'm just saying, like, items tie. Like, you can, like, sure, you get that. You get a Warthog wrap. It might not work in campaign, but if they have BTB, whatever, you hop in those vehicles, it'll work. Right, exactly. Um, so, like, the like the vehicle skins they just introduced in CE. Sure. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I, I honestly, in my mind, I feel like the MCC passes are just play testing for infinite. Very well. Could be seeing also what works. I think this what is kind of cool that they're like, uh, flexing their creative muscles a little bit more too. Sure. Because they're finally able to do kind of these weird quirky things with, with these older titles. Uh, Dave joked and said season one slayer season two seems team slayer season three bomb season four flag season five forge season six BTB season seven Warzone. They could have, you never know. Dave, I'm wondering if you're joking like that season releases and then that game type releases along with this season. So the game releases with literally oh, nothing. Oh, no. That's what I thought. I, I thought that was the joke. But sure. if, I, if I'm... It might be. Um, 
Yeah, Maddie, I completely get what you're saying. With like, if if their com- cosmetics working campaign, then they wouldn't. Why why would someone who's playing a free multiplayer want to go for them? Yeah, Dave says yes, no. <laughs> okay. Um, but no, it'd be cool because then if you give cosmetics that pertain to the campaign, sure, as well as to the you know pertains to the story, then it might entice someone who's playing multiplayer to be like, oh, that looks really cool. I wonder what's going on. So are we, like, can we just say then that? If you get an unlock in the in the pass, it works in both. Sure. Campaign and multiplayer. Yeah, it's not, not campaign specific or multiplayer specific. Yeah. It works in if we're talking about skins and stuff like that. It works within both. Sure. Um so based off of speculation and what you were talking about, it definitely seems like things are gonna go the battle pass route. That's what it sounds like. That'd be the established method that we know works, because that's what literally everybody's doing. That has a free-to-play component to their game. They have a battle pass. Everyone has this. Um. Therefore, if they stick with trends, I can see it being the same type of deal. Um. So I, I saw you didn't put this in the notes, but did sure. you see the Japanese game page that was translated? Yes, I saw that. The reason why I did not include it's that nothing confirmed. I know. Yes, and. I'm done with this speculation shit when we get an announcement literally less than 24 hours later saying something's been confirmed. Right. Since nothing's been said about this, I didn't include it. But yes, you are right. There is a Japanese uh, article. There's a Japanese listing out there when translated states that Halo Infinite has a battle royale. Yes. Or that Halo Infinite's multiplayer is a battle royale. I forgot exactly what the translation was, but there's that. Um, did anyone fact check that guy to see if it's actually translated to what he said? I don't know. That, there's a Good reason point. why I did not Good include point. this yeah. in, in the show notes. Um, it's just it, but overall, people have seen it. It's adding to that speculation that yes. Infinite's going to have a battle royale. And so many people are looking to that. Like, people want that. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, like I said, I'd play it if it released. Um, I would probably have fun with it if it released. I don't. We talked about it before. I don't want it to release day and date with the entire suite in Infinite because I'm being mean and I don't want population taking away from the core multiplayer experience because that's what I'm going to more than likely enjoy more sure. and continue to go back to. And But then again, if it did release to the Battle Royale and it was amazing, maybe I would just stick with that. I don't know. It's just typically I'm not I, a BR guy. I honestly think you would like a Halo BR because it's Halo. You're well, yeah. It's one, it's Halo, and two, in the BRs we've played, like PUBG, you're more of the hide and be sneaky person, right? Yeah, hide in bathrooms. Hide in bathrooms. Yeah. Yeah. Apex, you got a little bit more confident with getting getting an engagement. Yeah, because I I know the gunplay more. Right. And since I know the gunplay even more with Halo, you you're gonna know strategy. What's what's good for cover? What you know if you can. Where to throw a deployable cover? I'd be like fucking Cloaksy in Warzone. Yeah, you'd you'd be the. I'd be engaging everybody. You'd be the John Wick of Halo. Oh my God, Halo, Halo Battle Royale. Um, but yeah, it's just we talked about it. We think that if it was if there was to be a battle royale, release it a separate time, or it should release it a separate time, before or after. Who knows? With it being free to play, it kind of makes me think if they were to release one. It would all be at once because it could, that very well could be too. You're drawing 
I think the, the the goal of the multiplayer here being free to play is to draw more people into the game for, Absolutely. for, yes. the, for those, you know, and then they can make money off of micro, right. and whatever microtransactions. Not only that, but do they like, oh, oh, this is really fun. I really like this. I want to check out that campaign. Do I sign up for Game Pass? Mm-hmm. Right? And then they just get them in their pockets with more services. So clearly it's it's business. There's a reason why. Um, And also, we didn't even hit on this, how big of a deal it is that it's free to play. Yeah. Like, we've never seen that before with a with a Halo title. It's never, never been like that. Uh, this, and again, obviously there's a business side to it. And clearly, I think they know, they have to know, that yes, this is one of their biggest console sellers, probably their only console seller, at least this year. And Halo is synonymous with Xbox, but... Population's been depleting in its games. They're not where they used to be. Having the multiplayer be free to play would bring a ton more people to the fold. Streamers or not, doesn't even matter. Just millions upon millions more people because there's not a paywall. Yeah. So that is just insane. Dave asks, curious if COD will do the same thing next year. I doubt it. So that was the other big thing because years ago probably three or four years ago, I think the rumors started. I think the rumors started at that point where it's like, do they just release multiplayer standalone? A standalone call of duty multiplayer, not no campaign attached or anything like that. And it'd be half price. So it'd be 30 bucks. Then what did we have? We had, was it black ops four with no campaign? Yeah. That was a full $60 game. It was no campaign. But it introduced the BR. Right. But that game also sold like fucking hotcakes. Because it's Call of Duty. It's Call of Duty. Therefore, to answer your question, Dave, I think COD could look into it. But then again, I still don't see it happening. Reason being, the amount of money that they make a year on a yearly COD release, just a game itself, that thing sells astronomically. I know what your rebuttal might be against what I'm about to say, but I know... That in Warzone, the amount of money that they make on Warzone is unfucking believable because of the skins, the skin packs that they sell, the battle passes and all that. They make ungodly amount of money on Warzone daily. But I still don't see them releasing the multiplayer itself as free. I just don't see it happening. That's what if I mean, if they continue with with battle royales, they like Warzone was free to went to free to play. Um, yes, maybe they keep the battle royale, but they want that 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 paywall, that sixty dollar game, and then people still buy skins. It's it's nuts how much money gets dumped into Call of Duty. It is nuts. Um, Jordan says, "I'm pretty sure they're going to be switching to a single game and release new campaigns each each year. That that could be something. Uh, but then again, we do know what." the next one is going to be. It's going to be Black Ops Cold War, yep. I think. Uh, so Jordan says, they make their money in Warzone, yeah. And then Dave says, I just realized we haven't had an announcement for a 2020 COD. We haven't had an official announcement, but we've seen um, a show. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They, they showed, they didn't show, but on Doritos packages, it's Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Yep. So that is what the next one will be called. It's it's on Doritos packages, um, but it's August, 
don't know, man. It's out there. Like it's been it. There was a literal picture of a Doritos package. I don't know where it was found, but it was on there. So it sounds like they're teaming up with Mountain Dew Doritos. Uh, Maddie says, not sure if you mentioned it, but do you think 343 will be able to maintain free multiplayer and a free battle royale? No, we did not mention it yet until now. It would worry me. But maybe that's... It wouldn't worry me. It wouldn't? I mean, they have... So, Dave Dave did say earlier, they do have two pro teams. And if they release multiplayer right in the first place and have to make minimal adjustments... I thought they only had one pro team. They brought in... Didn't they bring in enough people to have 4v4s? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's one team. One team. But they brought in people to... Yes, yes. So, yes, Dave, if that's what you were getting at, then yes. Absolutely. Um, They have enough for two teams. I mean, if they get multiplayer right off the bat and they can not have to focus on it with little minor adjustments, I mean, they could, and that, that could be another reason why the BR releases later. They get multiplayer out, they get it right. Okay, here's the BR. Focus is there. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. Okay. Anti-cheat. Sure. That's my concern. I don't have a concern necessarily about the team supporting both a free multiplayer and a free BR in terms of content. I have a concern in how they're going to support both with anti-cheat. The big problem with Warzone today, and we're lit, guys. 50% of the games have cheaters in Warzone. Is that what it is? Is that the stat? I believe not officially, because I don't think Activision ever releases it. Sure. But not that, like they'd want to talk about that. Right. The, I think the streamers that play... They, you know, like half the games that they half get the in. games they play, there's someone cheating. This is the point I want to make. That's Call of Duty. That's Activision. That's their biggest moneymaker every year, year over year. And they haven't nailed that down. So I guess we have a first-party IP, their biggest, for Microsoft, Microsoft does own Windows, but this is 343, who's under Microsoft. The game is simply not as big as Call of Duty is. It's just not. Not yet. I I mean, all jokes aside, I highly doubt that it'll even reach that peak. They realistically have a smaller team than those who work on Call of Duty. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just outright. They, they, they... I'm going to go on record and say that I believe that 343 Industries, the folks that are working on Halo Infinite, outside studios too, I don't even care if if that's the case, have less manpower than those who work on Call of Duty at Activision. Could the argument be said that, well, Call of Duty has way more players than Infinite probably will? Sure. I can see that. I I can take that argument. Doesn't ruin the fact that their anti-cheat is fucking piss poor. You have reporting systems in the game, in Warzone. Uh, so you can manly, manually report. You can you can block people, so on and so forth. So you, hopefully you don't get matched with them again. And then I know that there is a... I think I heard that there's like a manual review process at Activision as well. There is. 
So I said this before and I'll say it again. I watched Tim the Tatman, right? Yep. He released a video where the hacker that was in his game was in the top 200 worldwide in kills yep. in Warzone, and he had not been banned yet. It wasn't until that video came out that he got banned. Supposedly he got banned. Yeah. Top 200 kills in the world in Warzone. The biggest BR, arguably the biggest game right now next to Fortnite. And your manual review didn't catch that. That's a little weird to me. So the fact that we have a studio, probably multiple studio, like uh, a main studio with multiple like side studios that are working on infinite. I imagine they're outsourcing something's not fully in house. That is my biggest concern. I have no idea how they're going to prevent shit like that from happening. I've also heard there's cheaters in Valorant. Yeah. And Valorant has an anti-cheat that is very intrusive on your system. I mean, that's what you run with with PC games at this point. Right, but it's just like the fact that that exists and there's still people in that game that are able to cheat. Now, I don't know what their statistics are going to be, and obviously they're not going to disclose that information either. But it's very, that is the biggest thing that that's concerning to me. I am all for, battle, battle royale aside, just that out of the conversation for just a second. With the free-to-play multiplayer coming in, I am so excited for more people to have a shot, right? Yeah. I think that's awesome. I think it gives it gives Halo the one opportunity it has to try to get back to somewhere respectable, we'll say. So that I'm very, very excited about. But if that shit's hampered down by hackers... I'll just watch shit start to fall. That's what it is. People will play no matter what. That's obvious. People are obviously going to play no matter what. I'm scared. That's the one thing I'm scared about. In terms of content, I think they can support both just fine. A free-to-play multiplayer and a free-to-play battle royale. In terms of anti-cheat, I don't know. I don't know. How do you... Uh, crossplay is going to be a thing, right? Yeah. So, again, with Warzone, crossplay is a thing. With Warzone, how are you going to... PC cheaters are going to be in console games. How, how are they going to handle this? I want to know... I'm glad they announced it's free to play. We need those details real soon. Real soon as to what that's going to be. Um, Bobetta Feta, welcome. Says, I'm late, but glad I could catch the rest of the show. Absolutely welcome. We're talking about Halo Infinite multiplayer being free to play. It's our weekly topic. If you have any thoughts, you want to continue the conversation, let us know. Um, I would argue that Activision's never FOC. What is FOC? I'm a moron. I'm sorry. What is what is FOC? Full operational capa- uh, capability. I don't think that's what it is. Well, you also have to look at Activision if they're if they have a manual review of all the reports coming in and they have that big of a player base. Could be why. Um, Dave says, ignore my message. Too late. Bobetta says hundred percent agree with the cheater concern. 
It's the one concern I have. That's literally it. We haven't seen multiplayer. We don't know what the free-to-play aspect is going to bring. We assume Battle Pass. We don't know what those cosmetics would be. We don't know what the real-world money story would look like. That's the other thing. Didn't even mention this. Before I say it, uh, Maddie says, I think the system would be set up that if a player is reported enough, they get flagged and it goes to manual review. It's just, I... Yeah. Because you can't have something fully automated because it's going to fuck up. Oh, yeah. And the the moment that a handful of people get wrongfully banned, there will be fires everywhere. Um, I put emphasis on a bullet point earlier on in the show that I said, in terms of microtransactions, let me just get to it real quick here. Halo Infinite will not include real money loot boxes. That was something they've touted since basically day one. Halo Infinite's multiplayer is going to be free. So will Infinite have loot boxes just not paid for? That's that's the thing I was getting at is will they still have loot boxes but they're not real money loot well, boxes? That's, that's why a pass would technically not be a loot box. It's true. But you could still pay real money for it. It's true. But Boba uh, says probably an in-game currency. Yes. I imagine that they have an in-game currency and then you can pay real world money for more in-game currency. All the silver in Destiny. So you can get rec points. If they if they keep Instead that of trend just going. Flat out buying rec packs. Sure. So I also when we were playing MCC before, this is this is the other thing I was when it comes to Halo, I don't have a lot of self-control. Okay, as, as isn't prevalent here. So, my concern, another one of my personal concerns with the with the multiplayer going free to play is, you best fucking believe I'm buying every goddamn pass that comes out for that shit. Bobetta says, I also think the taste we are getting in MCC is just the surface compared to infinite regarding skins, customization, et cetera. What you, what you mentioned earlier, Will. Yeah. It would make sense. It would fully make sense. All right. Shall we continue? Yes. Cool. God, another game's watch. Obviously, if you guys want to continue the conversation of Halo Infinite Multiplayer going free to play, please do so in the chat. We'll catch up with it as we continue on. The after action report, it's back. Ultra win first tournament, NAB seven seed in playoffs. It's by James Matone of the Call of Duty League. Combat record, season highs, 18 kills, the S&D kill record for a single game set by MVP candidate Selium against the Toronto Ultra on June 19th. 182 seconds, the hill time record, seconds on a hardpoint hill in a single game. This was set by Clayster against the Paris Legion on July 19th. And nine wins, the longest winning streak set by the Florida Mutineers across three tournaments from June 12th to July 17th. Here are your CDL points breakdown. And first, we have Atlanta Faze with the number one seed, 280 points. In the second seed, the Dallas Empire with 260 points. Arguably the best logo in the league. Yes, they, their logo is god tier. Um, third, fourth, 
The Florida Mutineers and the Chicago Huntsmen with 230 points apiece. The New York Subliners at the fifth spot with 140 points. The London Royal Ravens at the sixth spot with 120 points. And then tied with them, we have the Toronto Ultra and us. The Rocker. The Minnesota Rocker with 120 points respectively. Ninth place, the Los Angeles Optic Gaming and Paris Legion at 10th with 100 points apiece. And then rounding them out, Seattle Surge and the LA Gorillas, 50 points apiece. We are one spot away from starting in loser's bracket. Next map, champs. After 12 thrilling tournaments, the inaugural Call of Duty League regular season has come to a close. Now it's time to find out which of the league's 12 teams has what it takes to win the championship. Probably not us. The teams have a few weeks off to get ready, but it won't be too long before the playoffs get started with a doubleheader on Wednesday, August 19th. Over the course of the next five days, we'll get down to the four teams. Those teams will battle for the league title during championship weekend from August 29th to the 30th. The current playoffs bracket is... The New York Subliners will go up against... The, the Rockers. Minnesota Rockers. Let's go, Matty. Will? Yeah. I did not include this because I didn't want to be mean to our team. But in that article, hold on. In that article, top placement, subliners, they won the New York Home Series. Yeah. The Rocker. We finished second in both the Los Angeles and Chicago Home Series. Head-to-head record. Series. Subliners lead 2-0. Sure. Map count. Subliners lead six one. Yeah. We have a new, we we have our new uh, Mister Exceed on the team, who's apparently supposed to bring that online hype to the rocker. Uh, team change at this point of the season is not preferable, but if it's a warranted change and he can perform at the higher pace that online needs, maybe we have a chance. <laughs> I'm going to say this. The subliners have been heating the fuck up. So unless like uh, in the article, it also says how like the teams, both teams made a complete 180. Yeah. So where the subliners were fucking shit at the beginning of the season have completely turned around and where we were really good at the beginning of the season completely turned around. I think if this stayed on land, on land, on land, on land, (laughs) if it stayed on on land, land, we were dominant on land. We were. We were pretty good. And then as soon as it turned to online. We were the only team that could beat Atlanta. Now, uh, things people don't also outright know is that Alex injured himself during the season. He had a finger inju- injury. He was playing through it for a while. Finally, he said, no, no more. That's when we saw Exceed come on for him for a little bit. And now Exceed has replaced God Rx, right? Yep, God Rx. Because he's not hit. I mean, honestly, if you look at him, he's he is a god. Godly sniper, but he's not hitting his shots online. He's not rotating fast enough in my eyes. He's a great player. Just not doing what we need him to do. Just not doing what we needed him to do. And it's I think it's part of it is online. And that could be that our subs who are head first in Alex and Asim aren't getting the information to him fast enough. Maybe exceeds the person who's gonna step up and be like, I don't know. I'm just hoping that we we come through 
and show a little bit of presence in the finals here. Sure. Even if we don't win the damn thing, because I honestly, I think it's going to go to Dallas or Florida with the way they've wow. been playing. With the way they've been playing. Chicago's been Not the, Atlanta? Atlanta's Atlanta's hot, but I just, I hate them. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> um, wow. Chicago has been on the downslope. They haven't been performing well lately. Yep. Atlanta bothers me. Here, let's go through the matches. Okay. Let's go through the matches. So us against subliners. I want it to be us. It's going to be New York. It's okay. going to be New York. Royal Ravens going up against the Toronto Ultra. It's a toss-up. 3-2 Ravens. I'll go 3-1 Toronto. Okay. Either way. Optic Gaming LA. That was really a toss-up. Ogla versus Gorilla. Let's go with Ogla. Absolutely. I don't think Gorilla stand a fucking chance in that matchup. The Paris Legion go up against the Seattle Surge. Paris. I'll give you that. Yeah. Okay. Chicago Huntsman and the Florida Mutineers get a first-round bye. Therefore, the New York wins against us, so they play against Chicago. Chicago against New York. Chicago. Really? Yeah. Ooh, I think this matchup's a lot tougher. But you know what? I'm going to go... Th- if these are match, if these are best of fives, I'll go 3-2 Chicago. You may have beat them once. Is Maddie going off right now? He's because like, we, he's didn't like, sign we beat him? Chicago, Will. Um, no, I'm, I'm going to say a 3-2 going to Chicago on that one. That's going to be... Once New York made that change, they've been fucking hot. So another thing too is once Chicago Chicago got out to a hot start too, they did. And they did. once they reached that point level, we're like we're good. They're like our only focus is champs. So I feel like they may have had stuff working in the background for this. Like we're not showing full potential here, so that we come in hot to champs. You know how much I hate that. I can see it, but you know how much I hate that. I know because I, I would I would expect them to be at a hundred percent every tournament, and if they're not, then they're clearly just not that good, or they're not good enough to win their matchup. Is what I mean. Sure. So we're saying Chicago wins that. Yeah, I would, I would put it at three two as well. Okay. Florida Mutineers would go against either the Royal Ravens or the Ultra. Florida. Okay, so Florida just moves on. Optic Gaming LA would win. Would go up against. Rocker. Is that correct? It would either we well, we don't know where they're gonna place us in the elimination. It would wouldn't sure. it depend on seed? Probably. All right, so let's just say this then. So who's the Chicago higher seed? Chicago against Atlanta Face. We would go against the heart whoever's the higher seed team. So we would go up against Paris. Is Paris higher seeded than LA? Oh they I think they are. It's just yeah. They're the oh, same. no, they're not. I think they're the same. I think Optic Gaming would get the edge, though, in a tiebreaker. So I think we'd go up against Optic. Okay. So us against, uh, you know, so wait. So <laughs> Subliners against yourself. Optic. I think New York takes that win. Oh, we're saying, wait, we're saying we win? Oh, wait. You said we, we said we lost that first round. Oh, Jesus Christ, I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah. So L1... Be- L1 would... Oh, wait, so us against LA. I got, I, 
Us against you're gonna say us? Maybe. I gotta hold out some hope here, Josh. I'm gonna say optic gaming. Right, probably that. it's probably gonna be optic. I'm gonna say optic wins it's, that. It's so hard though because we have a new team composition. We don't know how these guys play sure. together. What if we know they play well? What if they're just lights out? All of a sudden, could be. Oh, I was, I was talking about optic gaming playing. No, well. I'm saying us rocker. What if the exceed flip is like? Could be. The key. I mean, we saw what New York was able to do with one switch. Yeah, that's that's just it. All right, let's. I'm not gonna focus on the downtrodden. We're gonna we're gonna stick with the top tier teams here. Uh, so we said Chicago narrowly beats out sub. Yeah, Chicago against Atlanta. Atlanta has dominated them, haven't they? I'd have to give that to Atlanta. I'm going to go with Atlanta as well. I think they're too hot. So Florida moves on. Florida, Dallas. These are fucking hard. That's tough. These that's, are that's really good. That's hard. A toss up. That's a coin flip for me. If Chicago is hot, I even think that Atlanta Chicago wants a toss up if Chicago if plays Chicago's well. Hot, yeah. But that Florida Dallas, oh my God, wow. Which Halo boys do we root for? Right? That's the question. I'm rooting for Shotzi. Okay, so Dallas it is because I'm rooting for Hook. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on our he was on our NB squad a while ago. Really, I just want to see Frosty come back to Halo. So if he loses champs and called oh, Cod, maybe he's like, oh, wait. Crap. So we need we need both teams to eventually lose, though. <laughs> so wait, we're saying Chicago or Atlanta has to win is what we're Damn saying. It, no, Dallas, because we want Dallas. we want Shotzi, Hook, and Frosty to come back to Halo. Um, <laughs> God damn. It doesn't matter to me at this point. I just don't want FaZe to win. I hate that everyone else was made to change their name except for FaZe. Like, that bugs the shit out of me. You know, you can't have your organization name because you were in Call of Duty before, but here's this new organization that wants to come in, and they can keep their name. That's like a fuck you to the people who were there before. FaZe was in, though. FaZe was already an organization in previous COD events. Not the last one, were they? Well, then why do they get to keep their name? I don't fucking I don't, know. I hate it. But they were. I hate it here. <laughs> Will showing his true colors for Atlanta. Ugh. Fuck him. Uh, and then Dave mentioned as well, um, shout out to the Kansas City boys getting to the semifinals for the Gears Esports. Congratulations. And that's it for Cod Miller Games. Watch. It's time for Will's Adventures with the Will press the button and what you play this week? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I played video games. Games, yeah. Uh, so I I went in for one day on GTA RP. So I take the servers weren't being douchey. Not that, not that day. Um, no, not okay. <laughs> Other days. Yep. Uh, basically, I logged in, sold my supply of. Illegal drugs and logged out. <laughs> in a video game. In a, in a video game. In a video game. There you go. Thank Hope you. somebody clips it and it's like, <laughs> sold my case of illegal drugs. Um, Clip it and ship it, I'm working. Boys. I don't know if I, but I'm working with the, there's a motorcycle 
uh, club that I'm working with. And yeah. A motorcycle it, club. Yeah, yeah. For a hundred pieces, they give you 20K. And I'm making my money that way. So there we go. Um, I didn't list a couple of games because I went into view mode and then I didn't edit it afterwards, but um, did play some Tarkov. Uh, only one scav run and the rest has been offline raids because I've been liking just being able to go on a raid and shoot a bunch of scavs and get out and not having to worry about losing gear. Because You can do offline raids that just basically is practice. It doesn't count your progress. You don't get XP, but you can go shoot things. Sure. Um, I did play... I'm forgetting what I was going to... There was another game... Must not be important. Um, oh, Destiny 2. <laughs> you did play D2. For that. like an, an hour. I logged on, did the uh, public event, you know, that you have to do every yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. And then that was it. Got some gear logged out. Contact, Contact right? That's what it's yeah. called. Yeah. yeah, with the pyramid yeah. ships. Um, cool ship design, but. Yeah, yeah. Did um, Halo MCC and Halo 5 community play date, just playing on my own. I think. Uh, uh, I just played Halo Five uh, solo queue. Just I was drinking beers and playing Halo. Drinking 5. some burrs. Um. So yeah, and then we we did play Grounded. On we did Wednesday. We did play Grounded. Yes, it was okay. Not great. Yep. Bugs are douches. Yep. Spiders are big time douches. Yes. Soldier ants are douches too. We had an in in. The games. It's early no, access. No, no, no. Yeah, it's early access. Yeah. But the big problem for me on it is like normal, normally in survival games, like your starting area, it's kind of toned down with the enemies, right? Where this, we were running into everything. We were just getting tacked at like, we'd be working on something and all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, here comes a soldier ant. And for the record, when we, the base that we built was not far away from spawn. It yeah. was not far away from spawn. Is in spawn, there's nothing there, obviously, but it wasn't far away from spawn. And the really shitty part was, is that as soon as you build something of, like, stature, they attack immediately. Yeah, they were attacking us. Yep, as soon as Jordan built the workstation, they were soldier pissed. ants came up immediately. It's, yeah, there's, there's clearly some balance. Um... Bobetta says, all they did was take Pyramid Head and turn him into a ship, Cap. <laughs> I mean, hey, it's a pretty fucking good ship design. If it worked for Pyramid Head, it can work for Destiny too. Dave says, ant armor makes the soldiers not aggressive. Did you build a door? Yeah, yes. we built a door. The ants also took that down. They were pissed. They took down a lot of stuff. Uh, also, let me say that. That's another criticism towards this game. And again, it's an early access. I get it. And... I'm not asking a game to be handholdy. I'm not. But the game doesn't explain things very well at all. I also think the menus are too clunky. Um, Can agree. So there are things that need to be ironed out with it. And I also think that, like, the... We were playing a normal. Like, we weren't playing on anything excruciatingly hard. Yeah. I just think things need to be balanced more. Sure. Um, but yeah. Had some fun with it. I thought the robot was fucking cool that you yeah, meet. Maybe, He's cool. Maybe looking at it, maybe we progressed too fast. Could have, yeah. 
We just, yeah, I think we did. I think we just ran to the next spot. Well, that's the thing is that it would tell us, hey, go do this. Yeah. Okay. I'll but, go do but that. Thank the, you for the direction. We also, like, while I was working on getting the machine working, like, it was also saying, build a lean-to, find water. And I'm right. working on doing, like, the base thing. Right. So that's the thing is that I liked the stuff. I liked the the that sense of direction that it was giving. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, try to figure out how to get this machine to work. Okay. That's something to get go off of. Yep. Oh, let's follow this. But it didn't say, hey, maybe you should have this done already. Right, exactly. And I'm not necessarily asking for it to, like I said, handholdy, but just some little like clarifications on things. Yeah. Like tool tips or something. I don't know. Because we had no idea about the ant armor or anything like that. No. So it's just, I don't want to have to go digging in menus, going back to Destiny reference. I don't want to have to go through dig, dig through Grimoire to learn lore about the game. Like, give me... Make things a little bit easier to understand. Like we said, it's an early access. It is what it is. Yeah. That's pretty much all I played. What about yourself, sir? I played Dragon Quest XI S Echoes of an Elusive Age Definitive Edition on the Switch. I played for like an hour. Nice. It's fun. I want to I play more of it. And then played Grounded. Already gave my spiel. Played MCC. Uh, not only for the community play date, but we played uh, the past couple nights as well. Um, it was really fun. It was a lot of fun. I'm not going to name names. There was, uh, because I don't, that'd be fucking rude. There was one person. So it was myself, Josh, Maddie, and Brian yesterday. Match up against, we're just playing social, right? Get a Halo 2 Sanctuary game. This kid on the enemy team. We won. Okay. This, this, this is insane. We won the game. 50 to like 48 or 49. He had 30 kills on his team. Most of them were sniper. Basically all headshots all the time. Mm-hmm. He was insane. To the point where we're like, we even said, we're like, we don't want to be that guy, but like, Is, was he cheating? Yeah. Was he though? His shots were insane. The person streams, found out because he had twitch.tv in his fucking tag, mm. went to his channel. Brian chatted with him. The guy never like answered his question outright about like, if he, so we didn't ask him about cheating or anything. We just asked him like if he competes because his shots were insane. In fucking sync. And we asked him whether or not he played on mouse and keyboard. I don't even think he answered that question. But either way, uh, maybe he wasn't cheating because he was he's played some Halo 3 after that and he was bad. But that's besides the point. He dropped fucking 30 kills. Like I mean, it was nothing. Was he? But the, the thing is with cheats nowadays, they're toggleable. So maybe he... Sure. Sure. It was just... I couldn't believe it. I couldn't fucking believe it. So uh, Maybe he was. Maybe you never know. That's a, that's that's tricky. Um, Dave says, I think it's trying to be one of those Wikipedia instruction book games. The Forest, Rust, Tarkov. Probably felt like Stardew Valley in there too. Yeah. I don't doubt it. It's it's fine if people like that stuff. I, I'll wait for the game to fully release, to fully give a major opinion on it. But right now, I even mentioned this before. It's like, I don't know if survival games are my thing. Um. I never played Rust or The Forest or anything like that. 
this is really the first like survival game besides Minecraft. This is the first like real survival game that I played, right? Yeah. No, it's an early access, so I can't really give it a full overview, but if it releases fully and I play it at that time, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. The the one survival game I guess I got most into was that Dead Side that came out. Yeah. And it was enjoyable except for the fact that like your trading and whatnot had to be done in like a, a safe zone, right? Okay. So what people would do was just camp the safe zone. You entering, leaving the safe zone. Which kind of sucks. Because it's a it's a, you know, get get uh equipment, get guns, kill other people in the server. Yeah. Agreed. But I don't know. Deadside got annoying because um, there was not a lot of official servers for the game, so we were hopping on other people's servers, and then they weren't upkeeping them. They'd get taken down, we'd lose all of our progress, and then I just moved on. Makes sense. That's all I played. That's it. Uh, therefore, Will, it's time for some shout-outs. <laughs> shout-outs to everyone who joined the Community Playdate. We did, uh, we did MCC for it. Um, so, yeah. And then we'll do, uh, depending upon how many people we have, uh, we might do some, like, H5 customs. Like, not mini games, but, like, actual customs. We'll see. Uh, and then I'm also looking for MCC customs. Okay. So, like, mini games in MCC. Sure. Because there's some, there's some really fun old, like, Halo 3 ones that have been translated over to H5, but, like, playing them in their truest form could be really fun. So sure. we'll take a look at that. Um, shout out to everyone who followed and subbed uh, during the live show. And then also shout out to, so shout out to Dust Storm for the three month resub. And then also shout out to Brian for fucking buying merch. Uh, <laughs> and then I also want to put this in here because I forgot to, and I feel bad. Um, happy belated birthday to Martin Ohms, voodoo man, GT halo extraordinaire. Happy belated birthday to you, my friend. That's all I got for the shout outs. Let's get into these community creations. We got some good ones this week. Some really good ones. So Halo memes every day, obviously. Reddit.com forward slash r forward slash Halo memes. We have Halo Infinite's official soundtrack, Set a Fire in Your Heart. This is by Halo. It's a great song. It was played in the in the gameplay demo. Go give it a listen. Clips of the week number 65 by High Tech Redneck. Go live tomorrow on Monday. We have HaloCatalog.net. I shouted out last week at the tail end of the show, but now it's actually in the show notes. We have Halo except it's incredibly cursed. This is by Infernal Plus. This came out in 2019, okay? But I found it during a YouTube rabbit hole, and it's literally a complete overhaul of Halo 1 on PC. And to give a couple tidbits about this, you can download this and you can play this. I included the link to the Patreon link, but you don't have to be a Patreon subscriber to get access to it. You can see the full thing. The items in this mod, like I said, completely redoes everything, basically. So instead of a Warthog, you have the Warthog sedan. Oh, no. Which is a four-seater instead of a two-seater. I, I I forgot if it's in the mod itself or not, but there's also, like, an eight-seater, I think. Oh, no. Um, the, They have a miniature Warthog, so it looks like you're riding, a like, a toy. Nice. Yep. It doesn't stop there. So the pistol, if you shoot it, it shoots you. 
So like the barrel is facing you. The only way to do damage with it is when I I think it's it's either if you if it's either if you reload or you melee, but it'll throw the pistol. Oh no. So that's how you do damage with the pistol. The AR is a is a machine gun. So the clip is like this fucking long and it ramps up in RPM as you continue to shoot. There's a plasma pistol that shoots hearts. It does damage and it trace like it tracks. Um the sniper rifle has a one-time zoom, so it doesn't zoom when you zoom in. And the barrel is like wobbly. <laughs> So you don't know if your shot's going to hit. Oh. oh, my. The rockets shoot backwards. That's good. And, yes, you can, you can jump and, like, shoot them, and you'll fly. The shotgun is a blunderbuss. And not only that, but so it's a super long shotgun. And when you shoot, it fucking, um, it makes it so, like, it has huge knockbacks. So you'll fly backwards. Oh, my God. And if you shoot something, it'll fly away from you. And you can use it to shotgun jump and get really, really high up. And the reloading animation is, like, it uses, like, a like an old-school rifle where it has, like, the thing you put into the barrel itself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's that reload animation. There's so many cool fucking things in there. It's insane. I highly recommend you check it out. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's the same channel that did the big Halo map ever video, and it was a very, very, very long road with a gas station. Yeah, it's uh, it was like the uh, the big rigs, fuck it, or no, the desert. Uh, it was based off an old video game that was that, and yeah. Also, he did a he did a mod for Mario Kart and Halo. It doesn't work, but it's fucking hilarious. It's really cool. Just please check them out. I'm sorry I'm going on really long about this. They're really, really cool though. We have Master Chief Art. By Moominx, or Meow or Mao Minx, I don't know. Check it out; it's really cool. Uh, we have the three four three social stream archive by Halopedia. We have Halo Infinite gameplay demo built in Halo Five Forge as a four v four map by Alex R Creations. Check that out. We have the huge Halo Three comeback with Ogre Two by Ogre Two, and this is like an introduction to the YouTube content content that he's going to be putting on his channel. And then finally, we have one of the greatest videos that I've ever watched. I spent a year reading every Halo novel by Brian Gilbert of Polygon. A preface to the... Will, have you watched this video yet? Mm-mm. You need to. He talks about Pizza Hut personal pan pizzas. The video is fucking hilarious. To, to put a pref, to, to put some context of this video, Brian Gilbert does a series on Polygon. And... For this series episode, he decided that he was going to take a year, as of July 30th, 2019, to read every single Halo novel that released, along with ones that had released while he was reading the other ones. Like, if any released during that time frame, he'd read those two. He has never played a Halo game. Okay. Still. Has not played a Halo game. He literally just read the books. And then he provided a short, like, book report in air quotes for each book that he read. And it is one of the best videos I've ever seen. Not okay. just Halo related, just in general. It's really funny. All right. Um, that's it for the community creations that I have this week.
So, Will, without further ado. Two and a half hour long episode. We're going long. Yeah, it's good shit. We got a lot of good shit in this episode. Guys, before Will plugs the show, stay tuned to the after show. We got some really bad jokes and puns for you. They're really bad. One of which I was like, Mm. wow. Will, without further ado, bring us home and plug the show. Find us on your favorite podcast services, Just Search for HCS Pro Talk Run. Pretty much all the major ones out there. So if you are not able to listen or watch along live, please find us on your favorite podcast services. Um, Join the community discord, (laughs) HCS Pro Talk. We have great discussions going on there. We talk about our topics, everything pretty much that's going on with the show. All, All there. Go check it out. Um, our Xbox Club or Spartan Company. Still don't know if those are going to be useful in Infinite, but they're there. Um, on social media, we have Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Esportspedia. Check us out on social media. And we will have our own website, and our own merch is included in there. So if you're interested, go check all those sites out. Fuck yeah. All right. Let's close this fucker out. Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for episode 138. I did not have to scroll up to the top of the article this time to determine what episode we're on. Thank you. Of HCS Pro Tech. I want to thank you very much for listening. I want to thank you very much for watching if you're tuning in the live show. Um, guys, Halo Infinite is around the corner. We're almost there. Can't wait to see Infinite uh, multiplayer gameplay and determine what the fuck's going to happen with that. Next week, you know, I was really, I was really amped for getting more information about this game and whatnot. Yeah. But we really got a lot this week. So next week, I really hope we get like one or two major things that everything else just dies out a little bit. That's what I hope for. Guys, it's going to do it for us. We'll catch you next week. We're going to talk about some more Halo stuff. But until then, bye-bye.